0: Welcome to the show, I'm your host, Connor Reynolds, and this is the Nerd at Gods podcast, episode
1: 189. Joining me as always, Daniel. Never really. What's going on, gamers? What's up? What up, Danny? <laughs> a lot. A lot. Everyone a lot just wanted them. to, like, we're going to release trailers, we're going to leak our own stuff, we're going to have, um, you know, unnecessary directs, you know, just a lot of stuff happened in the past week.
0: <laughs> yeah, I looked at our doc, like. During work yesterday, a doc that we use for the for the show where we put all the news we we're gonna talk about and whatnot. And I was just like, Oh shit, it's been a busy ass week, has it?
1: Who else wants to lay off, you know, a bunch of people or who else wants to leave their company? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like every and then we added
0: like three more this morning and I'm like I all right, did. Well, yeah.
1: fuck it, eh. All right.
0: shit is... shit's just popping off. But I like it. I like it. busy gaming news. I feel like we had some yeah. lighter weeks recently over the summer period, mm-hmm. but uh
1: and in between, right after game, uh, uh, summer game fest is usually when it kind of slows just a bit,
0: yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, we're, we're picking up now. You went to Dunkin', yeah, I have a new
1: fascination with Dunkin' Donuts, actually. I, I'm i normally a Starbucks person, me but too. But I was just like, like Dunkin' just has generally better breakfast, even okay. though I like Starbucks's breakfast, they have more options at Starbucks, it seems like, because I, I like their coffee cake or something like that. Um, but I was just like, I really want like one of their breakfast sandwiches at Dunkin', and so then I just got. I got a, this isn't even coffee, so I already had, I had, I, not coffee, I brewed my own coffee, matcha tea. Oh, okay. I wanted like something different. Respectable. Yeah. Yeah. Duncan and Starbucks
0: are like equal distance from my work, so, mm. but the Duncan just opened a drive-thru window. I'm like, oh, your, okay. oh does
1: your Starbucks not? The, the, see, no, the, the Starbucks does. Right they both, oh, the, the okay.
0: Starbucks always did. The Duncan didn't, but they just oh. opened a drive-thru. I know. Very weird. I don't know what happened there, but uh, yeah, hmm. they just opened that. And so then I went to Dunkin' got a giant iced coffee for like $3. know, yeah. I was like okay this is nice and that My shit two... got me wired which is strange. I don't normally like feel caffeine all that much but uh at least it's not probably anymore. The amount. Yeah. It, it, yeah that, that happens <laughs> um, but uh yeah i i drank it was probably because of how big that fucking dunkin donuts one was and, Yeah, this uh, is a large right here yeah it's big yeah as that's as nice. exactly the size yeah so
1: i drank that whole thing i was wired <laughs> so uh yeah what well, i'll say about dunkin going on number one generally their coffee's pretty reasonable price it's which is definitely a, which is price a good, good i don't know if it tasted good that well that's yeah. what i was gonna get at number uh, number two i think their coffee tastes okay it's not bad. It tastes okay, to, pretty good. Number three, the coffee's too sweet. You have to adjust their stuff too much. You have to like, I don't want ex- all this extra sugar and all that. Like, yeah, at least all like I had
0: my iced coffee was creamer and coffee.
1: Yeah, me too. Me, yeah. I think me, we, mean you, always the same. We don't. Yeah, put I think sugar we talked about this. Part. No, yeah. I did
0: not do the sugar and coffee. That's yeah. that's a that's donkey's too to me, sweet.
1: Honestly. Yeah. See, I'll do like a creamer that has like a little bit of sugar in it. And then, like, sure. I won't put any, a, a half you know, like half. a flavor for yeah, a half and a, half. Yeah, yeah
0: I, I do half and half and a
1: little bit of sugar in that. That's fine. Um, But then when you go to, you know, you go to Starbucks, their their coffee, I think, is better. Definitely. Not that it's, like, the best, but it's better for, like, as fast as you can get it. And it's stronger. Yes. Like, it's just a stronger coffee. So
0: I agree. But like I said, I don't know if for some reason that Duncan one
1: go get a trenta
0: wired. at starbucks the thing is yeah th- that's that's a <laughs> very good point that's a very good point i don't typically do that big at starbucks so uh yeah big fan of a uh, heavy cream in my coffee as well
1: Ooh, that's, that's sometimes that's too thick that's is a it, treat it, right there yeah it's real thick
0: you gotta put just like a little amount in though you know it's not yeah. not, not too much
1: stick with the half and half i'd recommend <laughs> yeah
0: yeah but nonetheless daniel Coffee. I could do a whole podcast about coffee if you we want. Can, we can <laughs> you know? make a coffee. I love coffee, man. I don't know what it is about. <laughs> Me coffee. and you. So it's about that first people. coffee of the day, too. You know, it's oh, just yeah. like, oh yeah. Sometimes you just need it. I did not even understand it. You know, it, it didn't even happen until I turned eighteen, and then, like, as soon as I hit eighteen, I I, I like drank coffee, and you know? I was like, yeah this is very odd. And now I'm just in love. Ten years later.
1: We need to get into the world of espresso.
0: Oof. I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> I've been drinking bad coffee for so long now that if I had good coffee, I don't even know what I'd do. You know, uh, yeah. my head would probably explode. <laughs> Daniel, video games.
1: What's happening?
0: Lots yeah. going down? It's been another busy week in the world of video games. It's actually a busy week. It's, it's <laughs> a very busy week. It. Starting with, this will be our long one too, because we're going to go in depth into this early camera. tuesday morning redacted documents from the ftc versus xbox court case containing tons of xbox plans for the next decade accidentally got uploaded online to the internet and uh people have just been combing through these for for days days on end daniel and uh plenty has gotten gotten leaked this is like an actual leak you know like yeah you know leaked. <laughs> Like really, A this leak. is leaked like all right so um yeah, we, we could start in a million places here. I guess what was your uh, your first reaction to this whole whole thing? You must have waking uh, up on uh woke up on uh what was it, Tuesday, like I said. Yeah. Yeah, just it was it like this. overnight. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um my first question was like, how did this happen? And then I guess it it, it just was, you know, a mistake on some, someone at uh Microsoft's part i guess but that was yeah. my first reaction like how could this happen with so much information um so the ftc then,
0: is claiming that someone at microsoft uploaded all this into a public document file but is actually supposed to yeah. go to a private document file or something so uh yeah it just seems like someone made a mistake someone definitely made a big mistake Hate to be that guy this week
1: yeah uh someone's fired for sure it's probably um, just
0: some uh some intern you know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, oh. hey phil you do you know who that intern is yeah he's fired (laughs) he just immediately he's gone he's way gone (laughs) um then my second reaction after that was like man okay so it was more about like the 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 big thing for me was the mid-gen refresh for them was like okay so they actually are going to do some sort of um half step upgrade before the next xbox or whatever it is because like if They weren't going to do it, if I remember correctly, as of like a year ago or so. Yeah. Or a year and a half ago. According to Phil, yeah. yeah. So something has changed where they feel like maybe they want to do that, which makes sense. We talk about on the show all the time that honestly, it doesn't feel like these consoles are powerful enough for what the standard should be, right? Like 60 frames and... Um, they are <laughs> the industry still for some reason is pushing 4K so hard um, so 4K60 is still just not possible for a lot of games so the standard is just not there yet um, and we need better hardware for that so I think both PlayStation is going to do uh, whatever uh, slam in a pro version and I guess Xbox is now as well Yeah. so
0: uh, IGN got this laid out pretty nicely of like everything cool. that happened so we can just go over uh, the, all the stuff, and they start with uh, Microsoft's planning to release an updated Xbox Series X and X models next year. So sometime next year, code names for them and all that stuff. Now, I'd assume in the fall, probably. What's interesting about this one is it doesn't necessarily... It, it kind of almost sounds like these are just kind of remodels of the consoles and not okay. necessarily power upgrades. Interesting. On the Xbox side, yeah. So in a way i think phil was was being honest and uh you know saying okay. what was i didn't look happening. too heavy into it yeah so this almost just sounds more like um we're, we are just getting updated models that's where you see this uh the, the air filter looking thing from uh from Xbox. yeah the trash can yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is not
1: square anymore
0: it's kind of a cylinder shape and didn't uh,
1: apple make a, a mac that looked like that wasn't there a mac that was like like a cylinder I don't remember I this. swear I they did. At
0: all. <laughs> it does look like an air filter though. That's that's all I've been seeing. So yeah, there's uh apparently just updated uh looking versions of the Series X and X that will have um more uh space for your hard drive. This will be two terabytes, uh Good. at least on the Series Good. X size. And then what does this say? Sixteen gigabytes of RAM.
1: As well as recyclable okay. packaging. Do you do we know how much RAM is on um the Series the, S one? The, the yeah. The series S1 then,
0: will be 10, 10 gigabytes of RAM.
1: Okay. And do we have, do you have the comparison of what the, the, these base models are right now? I, um,
0: I can't, remember. yeah, I can't remember either. Let's see. No, IGN does not have
1: that written down. Okay.
0: I'm
1: assuming yeah, wonder, a bit
0: lesser, but, uh,
1: yeah, I wonder if like 16 What is yeah, what is the, what does my X have right now? Yeah.
0: You know? Interesting. And then the controller as well. There will also be a new controller launching with both of these things. Um,
1: yeah, Let's that the. I wonder if these designs are really even that final. Yeah, like, so I, all I would these.
0: So I, I believe it's. I'm trying to remember what date exactly because I know one of them's from 2022 and part of it's from 2020. Okay. So I can't remember exactly if the Xbox majority of the Xbox side stuff is from a document from 2022 and then the Bethesda stuff is from 2020. I think that might okay. be it. So I I think this stuff is as of
1: 2022. Okay with the controller and then the consoles do do you think that these designs are of the cylinder and the controller are are that's what the final model is going to look like or
0: i don't know because obviously those things can change right but um yeah i feel like hardware is a bit more very early decided on right and then they kind of go through with those it's kind of hard to change those things as they're in the process of being made right so I'd assume, right? I don't know about the controller with its little uh two-tone
1: thing going on I here. don't like how the controller looks.
0: Yeah, it looks like a very mock controller, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so I don't I don't know. I don't think that'll come out looking exactly like that anyways. But it already does say it'll be customizable in um the Design Lab thing, so I, yeah. I'd supposed to be able to change it. But yeah, the two-tone thing is weird.
1: Yeah, the the console itself, I think it looks fine. If that's how it's going to be, the cylinder, but I think it looks fine. The con the, the controller, I do not like how that looks. I like I don't like how. I kind of like it to be more solid colors. Like even with my my blue here, like it's just pretty solid. Uh, it has a color in the back side of it, but like with like, uh, the I don't know, I have my DualSense next to me. That that DualSense like black, that kind of even goes to like the controller bit. I don't like how that looks. It just doesn't it's not appealing. And that kind of gives me kind of dual sensey kind of vibes, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I don't I don't mind if they change like the grip color a little bit and then like, Yeah, which know, is have, the back side. That there. Yeah, 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 that's that's cool with me. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you on that. Uh and then I'll also be able to um uh, connect to the cloud directly. So I guess you could that's this would be a controller that yeah, that could connect anywhere to your smart TV and whatever Game Pass app, it, wherever the Game Pass app is, you could probably just connect the controller through
1: that. Yeah, that's 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 crucial right there.
0: Yeah, and then there's also some DualSense features like uh, haptic feedback and then
1: speakers, Daniel. Okay. So I know you're not a big fan of that stuff. No. No, not. Feeling no, they're that taking right. the ro- they're, they're 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 taking the wrong information like. You know, as much as I don't like any of that kind of stuff in my controller, um, I know that there are people, you know, that don't really mess with it. You know, like, they'll just get their DualSense or, or you know, even their Xbox controller, just kind of play it. And if it has vibration or whatever, it, you know, they'll just play it. Or even the adaptive triggers, they'll just play it. They're not really thinking about it that much. Um, but then, you know, there are a lot of people that either love it, which is really small amount of people, I think. And then there are people that don't like any of it, like me. Um, I just, it feels like a waste of time to develop these tools in the controller. It feels like a waste of money, and it's gonna make these controllers more expensive, um, and more breakable, and you'd have to get a repaired or a new one, and it, it just, it just, it it feels like taking the wrong message. Like, these developers really aren't doing that much cool DualSense stuff, because no one really cares.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. No one really cares, but I don't think people turn it off either. You know, like I don't turn it Maybe. off. You know, and it's like I agree that like you know I don't really care when yeah. when something happens, but when it happens, I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, like when the noise comes out of my controller, I I legitimately Absolutely. go like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I I legitimately am like, oh yeah, that's that's cool. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, that's fine. You hear me. the baby Or like I get some cool haptic feedback thing going on. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? I don't think i think majority people are at that point where they're like they don't really care and like they're not going to turn it off in the game and they'll just be like oh that's cool now you might be right with the breaking the controller thing i never really thought of that yeah that that might be a possibility but uh yeah i don't know i like this stuff so uh yeah i'm 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 for it i'm not gonna like go out of my way to buy this controller or anything for it but uh yeah the the more shit you want to throw in the controller i'm down with honestly uh
1: so heating and cooling you want in your controller dude i'd be see that'd be cool that'd be <laughs> fucking yeah, the cool co- dude the if, the one imagine the you're fans. like you know
0: next gears of war comes out or something or like i don't know fallout or some shit and like you walk out the vault and it's a snowy landscape and all of a sudden your controller gets a little bit colder that's cool <laughs> that's fucking cool you know or you walk out to a hot desert sun and it gets a little bit hotter that's fucking cool <laughs>
1: like, i don't know i like that stuff you want the 4d <laughs> experience I, I think i'm gonna I'm gonna stand next to you with like a mister, and I'm gonna mist you every time like rain starts happening. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd
0: be fucking awesome. I'm gonna shake your you ever chair. been to Disney World to watch the uh, the Bugs Life one? the uh yeah the yeah oh yeah, yeah where the it, bugs too. crawl on the seat. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. dope <laughs> Shit <laughs> like that <back> can happen <laughs> to <laughs> rob at I home like playing it. video yeah. games see <laughs> i'd <fucking> love that <laughs> so, uh yeah i'm definitely not uh i don't have as hard as a stance as you against it or for it but uh i think majority of people are kind of sitting in that middle spot where they uh don't really care either way and if it's on it's on uh but yeah continuing on then got a whole bunch more here uh where were we then that's the consoles uh we'll save the Bethesda games for later uh Xbox is planning to release a next-gen console uh in 2028 we kind of already knew this from uh the FTC documents earlier but we're getting confirmation now and the console is apparently gonna have something big to do with the cloud cloud integration is gonna be uh very heavily in this somehow some way but yeah. uh, come twenty twenty eight, who knows? That's far future shit. We could all be living in the cloud by then.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, I'm gonna take a, like a a big like Babe Ruth home run guess, uh, like calling my shot. Um, I'm gonna guess that what that refers to with like like having these consoles do more with cloud is maybe trying to offload cost of the console to have more processing power in servers elsewhere. So that sure. you can they can probably do more with these consoles, but still try to keep it relatively cheap because as tech gets crazier, everything's going to get more expensive and people aren't going to want a thousand dollar console. So or even more or whatever, you know, people paying two thousand for, a, you know, a PC, um, people aren't going to do that in the console space. So if they can offload, Some processing power and things like that and take it out of the console um it might keep the cost down a bit
0: yeah so i don't know exactly where this stuff is in the article but i mean they're going very big on cloud and we're just like not there yet so it's kind of hard to see like that future right now you know and it's like i'm i think there's gonna be a whole cloud console at some point you know what i mean from xbox or just the dongle like we've been talking about just hooks up to the tv and you play cloud through that game because according to the graph that they posted so they plan on having 100 million xbox game pass subscribers by 2030 and they expect half of that to be console and then the other half to be pc and cloud by the end of 2030 on this graph and it looks like it's about looks like it's even they expect even more in cloud by 2030 than they do on on the pc side So it'll be interesting. they're expecting by 2030 about 60 million Game Pass subscribers through console and then the rest from cloud and PC. I can't tell exactly what percentage that is on both those sides, but it's a big percentage in cloud. So they have to have something going on here with cloud. That's going to be a big deal to get a whole bunch of people just subscribing to Game Pass through that. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, it has to be the mobile and casual audience. Right. Yeah. That has to be who they're tapping into. Like there's no other way. Like, as much as we love like hardcore gamers, like really, like how many, genuinely, how many do you think there are? You know what I mean? Yeah. Between all of the platforms, like between Nintendo, between PlayStation, Xbox, what is it like 250
0: million? You know, yeah, around there. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like okay, that's like maybe a maybe right around the population of the US. Yeah. Just to give people an idea that's about worldwide, you know, compare that to worldwide. Like that's how many hardcore people like there's only so much of them you can get really to do any sort of gaming. Right. So there's that many other people that are playing casual games. And, you know, if you can get them playing, you know, Starfield on your phone you know try to tap yeah. into that
0: audience it's just crazy to me to think of a world where that works well you know but i guess we're we're, we're just inching ever closer to that you know like we're, mm-hmm. we're gonna get and then by 2030 like we're probably gonna be there you know where that stuff actually works and that's actually you, you know you can actually play triple a games on your phone and it worked well and you can like fucking be outside of the park playing starfield and that that just sounds sounds like such a crazy world to me but i guess hey we're gonna be there eventually so
1: yeah Yeah. i mean seven years is a long time yeah in terms of tech like seven years in tech is is it's a it's a that's a ways uh i mean look at the iphone 15 coming out this year right right we talked about that last week with how it's it's gonna be playing triple a games like that's natively kind of crazy Crazy. yeah that's kind of crazy yeah definitely
0: yeah so i i mean with just this graph it's it's crazy to see like what their expectations are i mean they got a long way to go and uh you know, I think it's a good thing, I mean, because it just means they have to go hard in the gaming realm, you know, and in making great video games to get all those people to come over if these are their expectations, because they're, they're very far. What are they at? Probably 35 million Game Pass subscribers right now. Something like that. They just recently <laughs> talked a little bit about numbers. I can't remember. Yeah, I think is. I just bumped it up, like 5 million from the numbers i seen, but um, you know, just accounting for like Starfield and the popularity of that and whatnot, I'm just going to add 35 million. So we got about what 75 million to go something like that 65 million uh to get that far in seven years so i just think that means like hey they gotta go i mean and we're seeing it too with their last um e3 conference or whatever the fuck we're calling it nowadays uh how hard they're going in the gaming room and like they gotta put out great games consistently to get that number and keep it going up and up and up and up so yeah long way to go but uh gonna be exciting times over the next decade just to see that Yeah, I'd be
1: curious how many Game Pass subscribers they have by the end of the year.
0: Yeah, me too. I really want to see how much that number jumped up with Starfield.
1: Yeah, Starfield's going to have time, and Forza. Yeah. I think between those two, I'm curious at how much it jumps. Um, And then they're going to have a pretty big year next year, so um, yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on the the, the number. Definitely. And then um,
0: there's some other stuff going on. So they had a whole graph of... um, new types of hardware they plan on putting out so there was a cloud device in there like we were just talking about but there's also a handheld device in there which is very interesting uh then they have their own uh mouse and keyboard uh a one-handed controller which might just be the accessibility thing but uh, could also be something new and then they're leaning big at the mobile high-end pc cloud they're really attacking gaming for like all fronts except vr but um you know who knew, i just who knows? don't think that
1: they see vr to be yeah viable right now yeah maybe it be, uh, does become that maybe they'll do something
0: yeah probably get on
1: that i think it's a lot a lot like
0: people were talking about for years like vr is going to become much more than gaming at some point you know or just used for a lot of other things than they're already kind of yeah using it for other things already so yeah but what i am very interested in is the handheld uh that that, that sounds extremely interesting to me it would probably just be a cloud-based handheld uh for sure yeah so uh the, but still that'd be Again, like we were just talking about, playing games through the cloud on on your phone. You could also just do it on a dedicated handheld device that makes it look nice and stuff like that too. Maybe so
1: partner with someone, yeah. They partner with Samsung. They already have do deal with Samsung and the TVs. So and Samsung has you know awesome phones. They're like one of the best phone companies. So partner with them or something.
0: Yeah, it's also um filled had that thing in like the background of one of his interviews that looked like a handheld, uh, at one point, And he likes to like, oh, did he? it in the background stuff. Yeah. I forget what I they call that. Like it's like project keystone or something like that. So, oh, yes, uh, yeah, yes, that yes. thing. Yeah. So, uh, that, that could be referring to this too. So I, yeah, I would expect some sort of form, some form of a H- Xbox handheld to, to come out in the near future. Honestly, I wouldn't, you know, 2025 ish right around there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Trying to eat uh, some of that Switch.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you, you know, I'd expect all these guys to start doing something like that. You know, I mean, Valve's already doing it. PlayStation's mm-hmm. putting not that portal thing. I mean, I mean, I think,
1: you know, we're just going to be seeing a lot more of those with the, with the success of the Switch, right? We already kind of have, too. Logitech and uh, Asus, there's a bunch of them.
0: Yeah uh moving on then phil spencer really wants microsoft to buy nintendo uh this came out from an email in 2020 uh where's the he said it would be a career moment for him to buy nintendo daniel yeah
1: this feels overblown (laughs) yeah a little bit (laughs) i don't really know if they're trying to buy nintendo
0: yeah it kind of just felt like an email between i don't know i I don't know who was the email to is it saying
1: yeah there was a guy that was asking so If I remember correctly, I looked a little bit into this one. The guy that was like, he was just like a Microsoft executive and they were talking about like, at the time that Microsoft was looking maybe to acquire TikTok because they were going to be have to sell in the US or something and I think the the guy asked Phil about like what other like big brands would be to buy uh, that they could buy and like, I guess Nintendo somehow got thrown in there. I just, I don't think that this was really like I don't think that Phil is really actually trying to buy Nintendo, or is really that interested. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Even they like... would love to, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Of course they would. Sure they want you know, why wouldn't you? You know,
0: it, it's a good thing he thinks like that. So they want to be. What also came out in this thing is they want to be market leader by 2030. That's also a thing that they they want to be the video game leader by 2030. And to do that, yeah, you would need to buy something like Nintendo. Now. This was way before they bought Activision Blizzard or mm-hmm. we're in the process of buying Activision Blizzard. So I think that's probably off the table now. You know, I don't think that anyone would even let them buy Nintendo at this point after buying Activision Blizzard. Probably not. Um, so, yeah, you know, yeah, I do think it's a little overblown. It's a little odd to me that he would consider that an achievement of his or a goal, as he put it, you know, because yeah. it's like... You're you're not doing anything, Phil, you know? Like you're not you're not signing the check. You know, that's that's also not an accomplishment. It's not like when PlayStation bought Bungie or when Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard, we were all like, oh wow, what an achievement for Xbox or PlayStation, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. an achievement. Like all you guys did is sign a check. That's not like creating games is an achievement. The, the, buying a company You're that's... looking
1: at it from the creative and like uh the art perspective. He's look he's in terms of that being the achievement, like Phil is a businessman at the end of the day, so like in terms of business, that's an achievement. Sure, but like, is he even the one negotiating those deals? You know, if Phil's the one handshaking it. Satya yeah. will sign the check. That's what I'm saying. It's like I don't. But, but Satya didn't do it. And he just signed the check. Sure. Phil, you, know, you know what I mean? I mean, so neither Phil's of won... you
0: really did anything. The people that earned all trillions of dollars for Microsoft over the years—those are the people that really would feel the accomplishment of being able to purchase Nintendo. Not necessarily phil
1: well okay if i'm looking at it from the business perspective right yeah who who is going to be over there to go talk to Furukawa? phil i mean right? it's more than likely someone
0: we don't know the name of well that's true too or i mean multiple I also, lawyers that we don't there'll know be executives
1: the executives and lawyers and but phil is the head of not only of xbox he's the head of microsoft's gaming division nintendo is a gaming company right now i mean they have other things they're doing movies and 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 and, and merchandise but they are a a video game company. So if they're going to to Kyoto and meeting with Furukawa, right? Phil's the one shaking that hand.
0: Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just odd to me that he would consider that. I agree. I'm just trying it, to understand. You know. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. I'm yeah sure and to... again, this is probably just like an offset email where he just. Yes. Yeah, I don't think just, that. He's not all that serious. I don't. know It's like us talking in Discord or just joking around the whole fucking time. You know, it's not. Yeah. It's not that serious. But. Nonetheless, a little weird. That's a goal. But yeah, I don't think I don't think there's any reason to fear Xbox buying Nintendo, because I don't think that would ever happen.
1: No, and I not not, you know, not even as of now, maybe a few years ago when the Wii, the Wii U was bad, I feel like a lot of that would have been the time. Maybe they wouldn't even be bought, but maybe they wouldn't make um, hardware anymore. Right. That was kind of the talk that, you know, maybe, hey, maybe they should just become a software company. And honestly, I still feel that way. I don't think Nintendo should make hardware. I don't really think they make very good hardware. I think they make interesting hardware uh, and um, interesting ideas in the hardware space, but I just don't think they make very good hardware. So if maybe Microsoft were to acquire them, maybe they can. Maybe if they if Phil didn't mess with them at all and just let them be. But they were like, yeah, let's up the hardware game just a bit. You know, maybe that could be a good thing for Nintendo.
0: Yeah, I think especially with all this cloud shit ramping up, I think we'll we'll look back as like, oh, the switch came out at the perfect time, you know, because if we are in a world where you can just stream that stuff to your phone and the switch kind of becomes irrelevant or the or every company has a uh, dedicated handheld system that you can just stream games from the cloud from that kind of makes the the switch and the whole appeal of it uh, irrelevant then at that point. So I think we'll we'll really come like 2030s, we'll really look back and be like, oh wow, the Switch just came out at the perfect time before all the cloud stuff started popping off.
1: Yeah. I mean I think Nintendo's gonna kind of stick with the hybrid console thing anyways. They kind of have to now, right? But uh, you know,
0: eventually if we like I was just saying, if we are at a place where every company has a, a handheld system, it'll just be like, oh okay, it's not that cool anymore. And they might have to pivot to something
1: else. Yeah, maybe. Yeah
0: uh moving on then let's see we don't have to talk about all this stuff let's see i mean phil phil recognized that there was a huge gap in its 2022 game lineup we all knew that we're already through that too um mm-hmm. we did get a little bit of uh estimates of what they think games cost to put on game pass so it's not like the mm-hmm. exact price but it is like so like jedi survivor they f- figured will cost 300 million dollars to put on game pass day one uh to get there. It's interesting seeing these numbers and then like something like Boulders Gate 3 that they figured at the time way before it released would be five million to put on Game Pass they want.
1: I think at least with the Fallen Order or I'm sorry not Fallen Order Survivor yeah. uh, Jedi Survivor game, like that's going to come to Game Pass no matter what. So I think they're looking at it from that perspective too like it, with the EA deal already, it's going to come to Game Pass, so they don't necessarily need it. Yeah, what one. is it, like after six months or whatever, right? I forget the time frame, but yeah, they... Something like that. Whenever it comes a to EA year. Access, it, it'll exactly. also
0: come to Game Pass because EA Access goes through Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm Trying to see some more here. Let's see. Red uh, Dead they 2, wanted to they get... thought $5 million a month. Oh, uh, And then Red Dead 2 also, Uh, at least as of May 2022, it seems Xbox... At least thought there was a next gen version in development, and they figured that would cost five million dollars a month to get on there to get on Game Pass day one.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised they still haven't done like a next gen update yet. But yeah, me too. Um, the they wanted to get all the From games, all the Souls games. Yeah, on there, I remember seeing that one as well.
0: Yeah. Um, it's interesting because this is like really irrelevant now because we're already past the uh the point of the gap, as Phil put it. Um. Mm-hmm yeah so and i mean starfield's out for just coming out soon so the the gap is filled uh and not filled but complete so uh yeah, it's a uh, and I mean they did the good during that time. I can't remember specifically what came Pantaman. out, but there was there was a yeah, Phantom There was a bunch of shit that well, yeah, the, uh, but not on the first party side. Like oh,
1: uh, you mean third party? Just sides. like what yeah, they yeah, filled yeah. that
0: gap with. I feel like they filled that gap pretty well. I don't know uh, it didn't I mean, feel Tale. that long to me. You know, yeah, Plague Tale, stuff like that. Yeah, there there was a bunch of shit that came out in that time and a lot of games too. I think unfortunately got delayed a little bit out that window because they're having like a hell of a month right now on Game Pass with Lies of oh, P or 3 and, and all that starfield were both supposed to be last year right yeah like, yeah yeah, but yeah like those were well that's what he that talks were... about with the gap is that the um yeah that that's starfield and redfall and just delays i mean those years
1: we just we keep getting a lot of delays and that's just you know that's just the industry you know
0: yeah so yeah i think it's most interesting to see at least what they think this stuff costs to put on game pass it's, it's gonna be expensive to you know. You know, they yeah, got offset. I, some... I'm curious what their budget is for like a year. Like, how much money does Xbox get a year to to, to spend on putting games on Game Pass a year? I'd be a great very interested to in know that, you know? Yeah, because it's uh, like, damn, you guys could be going all out. Because, uh, you know, they haven't really gotten something as big as Jedi Survivor, I don't feel, on the third party side.
1: Yeah, what, what do you think is the biggest third party game?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of. Uh, you know, because it, it's like. it's just launched yeah i mean liza p is big but that's like you know that's an indie developer that's that's not like the biggest game ever but uh i mean outriders is is big big. yeah outriders was pretty big at the time again a new ip you could see why square would kind of want to put that on a uh on a live service uh, not a live service a uh subscription service thing yeah i don't know same thing exo primal yeah same thing so yeah i don't i don't know what the biggest one has really been you know it's mm-hmm. like we've always theorized is like oh what if they put like the next assassins creed or uh, you know i remember before cyberpunk we were all talking about oh what if they got cyberpunk on game pass and stuff like that they haven't really done something to to that like a dragon guide in it's gonna launch that was big right oh the guy is that the man without a mm-hmm. name or whatever one okay. launching yeah that's that's pretty big as well yeah um but again that's a that's a smaller title from them right that's not the full-fledged see it's if they the get full. infinite wealth that'll be yeah that'll probably be the biggest. that would be huge maybe i don't it depends who you ask i guess but uh yeah yeah i'm I'm curious to see if they do end up getting a bigger one or if they just rely on first party for the bigger bigger side of games you know uh moving on then fdc blames microsoft for the leaks we talked about that um let's see xbox really underestimated boulders gate 3 i think we all did uh, i think
1: everyone underestimated maybe in just in terms of sales but like in terms of critical success sure. i could have told you that game was gonna be good yeah especially Every, with who's making we all it. try
0: to pick it up for fantasy <laughs> yeah
1: i know that was, <laughs> that was not gonna be my second pick but i could not
0: do it <laughs> <laughs> was the, i tried that my first I remember that uh yeah i mean that's uh that's pretty much all they got here i don't know if i'm missing anything that comes to mind for you Okay, and then we can go over the games actually with the Bethesda game leak side.
1: Oh yes, that was the other that yeah that was was probably
0: the biggest thing here, I think. Yes, but um,
1: and I actually forget what was on everything that was on that.
0: We can go through all of them. Cool. Oh, I clicked on the wrong link uh let's see here so yeah there was also a document from 2020 that leaked the upcoming slate of pathesda games not game studio pathesda softworks uh whole game slate for yeah these dates are all going, they're gonna be studios. Wrong. yeah and they're they're and these go by their financial year and you'll see as we read through these their financial year was uh was way off because uh yeah. these a lot of these ended up getting delayed so for financial year 2022 they were planning on well, let's see. Let's go all the way back to 2020 first. So, for 2020, which all of these did actually come out because this is when the document did come out, they had Doom Eternal, uh, Elder Scrolls Online DLC, Fallout 76 DLC, and then Deathloop. That hit. Mm-hmm. And then 2021, they were planning to release Starfield that year, Redfall that year, more Doom Eternal DLC, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which then ended up coming out to 2022, more Fallout 76 DLC, and then something called Project Heap kai which uh i think people were theorizing this was um high five rush
1: okay that, make, that would make sense
0: yeah so they were planning on that stuff to come out in 2021 obviously that stuff got delayed years and years oh well, a couple of years two years for redfall and starfield and Hi Fi rush actually mm-hmm. uh then for their financial year 2022 they're planning on the indiana jones game coming out the oblivion remaster which, um, a lot of people were surprised to see Oblivion Remastered. We talked about this on the show like a month ago, and this was uh reported on by uh, I think it was VGC that reported on it first. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a virtuous studio hitting develop on this, which is those are guys also making the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. So, mm-hmm. seems like that's uh, just becoming a There's remake. Huge, that's studio. a huge team too. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in Europe, I believe.
1: Well, um, uh, I'll just throw it in here real quick. Yeah, just because they're they just announced they're opening a new studio in Tokyo too so Mm. virtuos is just getting bigger too
0: makes a lot of sense um how do you feel about oblivion remaster i don't think you were on that episode i think that was a Uh, sims episode
1: i that, that is a game that i got right around you know when it came out and i was just not in that headspace to to play a game like that at the time uh so i didn't really like deep dive into it but i enjoyed the little bit that i did play so it's a game i would i would like to go back like that's that's a part of that, like, few Bethesda games. I'd like to go play Morrowind, Oblivion, Fallout 3, and, and New Vegas. That's kind of, like, all four of those are kind of in my wanting to go through them. Yeah,
0: I would love a remaster of this. I would play the shit out of it. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be hyped. I know Todd Howard has always been against those because he's always uh, kind of wanted people to go back and uh, play them as uh, as they were.
1: I'm um, so. and i'm cool with that as long as they're yeah. playable i'm cool with it and it's already got a nice um playable.
0: what is it the frame per second update or yeah, whatever that, on boost. series x yeah so you can go back and play it that way i'm curious how deep they go is this more of a remaster remake type thing is this just a straight up remaster so. yeah i'm just uh curious to see how far they go with it but if they were planning on releasing it um the year after starfield it could be coming out next year you know it's uh that makes sense yeah so who knows that 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 could be something we we get next year we'll have to Might see. do some start and then the DLC. indiana jones game as well they were planning for the year after starfield so i wonder if that's also closer than we think i know todd howard recently said they'll start talking about it next year so I mean, I games I haven't
1: put out a game in a while
0: very long time yeah it's uh interesting breaks my heart daniel no five uh, years no wolfenstein three on this list
1: Oh boy. <laughs> Breaks my heart. Breaks <laughs> <No>. my heart. <laughs> just want Wolfenstein.
0: Yeah. And then uh the Starfield DLC. So I would expect Starfield DLC next year. I don't think next that's year that's yeah. surprising, yes. Yeah. Uh, nope. sometime next year. Probably summerish if I had to guess something like that. Yeah. yeah For the first one, I'd imagine the spring to May, of- maybe? Tons of expansions for uh, Starfield, so yeah, I would definitely expect one next year. So then, financial year 2023, they had something called Doom Year Zero and its DLC. Uh, two different projects with uh, code names, and then another Elder Scrolls Online expansion. So, Daniel, Doom Year Zero. Uh, this mm-hmm. is very interesting. A Doom game we have yet to hear about apparently. Uh, in
1: the works somewhere at Bethesda. It's been quiet for you know what years now yeah so i guess they did the ancient the ancient ones whatever that was called those two dlcs for for eternal doom eternal but i'm curious generally if those wrapped
0: up the story sort of apparently they did yeah uh, if those wrapped up the doom story and we're doing
1: a prequel now is that what happened yeah uh yeah i don't know if this is kind of a soft reboot again I'm yeah not sure um because i know that um the big rumor was quake then kind of rebooting quake which I think is interesting. I kind of would want that because, like, we've already gotten two Doom games. I was thinking about that. What if,
0: I mean, what if this just got turned into a Quake game, you know, somewhere along the line? If they were like, hey, this might that be sounds... fit into a Quake game, you know, because they play very similarly, right? Like, the theoretically, they part. would play very similarly. You know, I'm sure there's, you know, what if somewhere along the line they were just like, hey, what if we just made this Quake game instead?
1: Quake's that, more of an a arena shooter in terms of its multiplayer. Yeah. But I'm not, re- in terms of its single player, I'm not too sure yeah um yeah i i i it, it, just looking at this leak it doesn't feel like this is has become a quake game it just feels like another doom game sure uh but uh, yeah uh, i don't know what a what a a year zero would be so you're just following doom guys like earlier years as a marine or something because that doesn't seem nearly as interesting like oh, he's not fighting demons in year one <laughs> yeah yeah suck. it's a caveman game i'm telling
0: you a caveman, a caveman man, yeah game, man. you're riding dinosaurs sure. and shit i'd love it let's go you know he gets sent back in time daniel
1: to, to
0: like, so there are you know, demons in the cave air. demons and dinosaurs yeah Ed, come on now <laughs> on <to something> here. <laughs> uh and then yeah two uh two projects with code names who knows what those are i'm trying to think like what teams would be up you know it's um yeah tough the one first to-
1: one that comes to my mind is double fine for see a lot of these. this is all bethesda know. though oh this is bethesda yeah
0: yeah it's all just bethesda so unfortunately um, no xbox first party studios yeah none of their stuff
1: leaked so who else is not around
0: yeah that's what i'm trying to think because in the next financial year i would think tango game works but in the next final financial year they have a ghostwire tokyo sequel so it's like uh, okay probably not tango then uh, i'm just trying to think Machine there was that rumored that the um the eso developers were making the star wars game if you remember that yeah you know, that, so i'm wondering yeah, if they're making that. something else behind the scenes but there's also a um here let me just read the next financial year as well because okay. uh, there's some other interesting tidbits in there so the next financial year they thought elder show six possibly um a licensed ip game which was you know there's those rumors of a star wars game made by those uh, the esl company which that would be interesting and then dishonored three as well on the list and then, like I said, Ghostwire, Tokyo sequel, and then more expand. Oh, and then also Fallout 3 remastered. So okay. a lot in that last financial year. I'm wondering if they just kind of threw stuff into that last financial year and weren't actually expecting stuff to come out on that date. I don't think they Good were probably point. expecting any of this stuff to come out in these years, but... Uh, yeah. I, I, well this might been, I, I wonder if this was before covid too you know because uh, right
1: kind of in the middle the yeah. never knowing how it's going to affect things right and right. they're just projections at the end of the day yeah like you can only guess as you know to the best of your ability and there's um
0: so yeah, yeah. a lot of
1: interesting stuff in there <laughs> what about zenimax online right like that's another studio is that I'm the really esr sure. studio Oh, is that who? Is that I who think, does? I, yeah, that I think they sense, are I the ESO was, studio. I thought there was another weird online studio as well. Isn't Maybe there? they have
0: two teams or something. I don't know. I can't remember exactly how how's this is structured.
1: I thought that there was two like online ESO studios. Y- you might, be but that right. could be Cinemax
0: Online. There now also has to be right. one working on um, seventy six too, right? So that's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but there's yeah. two arcane teams. Maybe one of those other ones. Oh is yeah, good arcane point. Good team. point. Yeah. What if uh, after it's Redfall, Dishonored Dishonored Three would probably be. Arcane Leon, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Deathloop people. Right? Yeah, it would have to be. It sounds like it, well, which which is interesting because it sounded like we were potentially getting either Deathloop DLC or a sequel.
0: Right. We did get, get DLC in that um.
1: Oh, was it? But there wasn't like a big update or whatever.
0: Right? There was. Not a big expansion, but there was the deal- there was more added content. And in, in, you think in that, that those thing.
1: lines were just that, and that was it?
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It depends when he said that stuff. I can't remember exactly. You know,
1: it was definitely before that came out. So yeah, there's a very so- real
0: possibility that whatever they were planning for Dishonored Three got turned into Deathloop Two instead.
1: Yeah. 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 You know what? They're probably just going to move to Dishonor Three, Leon. Um, which is actually interesting too. If you if you know how they worked, like. I think Austin did Dishonored one, Leon did two, and then I, I guess they're gonna do three now, which would be interesting. interesting yeah. And I wanted Dishonored three, and I don't—I I assume Leon also did the that big expansion, the uh, Death of the Outsider, um, which I didn't play that one. Um, yeah, so Austin's got to be doing something right as well,
0: right? Yeah, I mean they would have to pick up on something, especially. I mean, who so knows? You think now, that could be one right? of the.
1: Those two that are we one of know the about? projects.
0: Yeah, there's a there's another project in the financial year 2024. So it's just uh, obviously all these teams would have had to move on to something,
1: right? So yeah, I assume Wolfenstein Three has to be in there, even if they're doing
0: maybe, maybe it is one of these projects. Got to yeah. be
1: somewhere, and then I assume Austin's probably making either a Prey sequel or they're going to make some other new IP that's going to be in that It'd same kind of arcane normal arcane vein they're gonna go back to that austin's gonna go once they kind of you know keep updating redfall they're gonna go and um do like a a more traditional arcane game
0: sure yeah so obviously plans change and uh i mean especially considering this is before xbox even bought them right so it's like you know playing who knows what what's actually real what's not and all that stuff fallout 3 remastered cool i would i would expect that to be on the same lines of the oblivion remastered right could even be mm-hmm. be made by virtuos as well i wouldn't be surprised at that at all make it a combo pack that'd be cool you know an oblivion Fallout three mm. combo pack they I want that bad. money yeah uh-huh. they want that money i know i know Fallout 3, I, I, I'd, I'd play the shit out of a Fallout three remaster though that's one of my favorite games of all time so yeah give it to me i'll take it uh ghostwire tokyo sequel curious if they stick to that now you know with um you know it, it did pretty well ghostwire tokyo so yeah. i wouldn't it's a good and game i wouldn't be surprised if if there's a sequel in in there what i would want though daniel is a hi-fi rush sequel
1: please over, over please. the ghost
0: tokyo thing like please. double down on hi-fi rush instead of Ghostfire Tokyo. tokyo yes. i'd say let's do that Give me uh one. yeah dishonored 3 i know sim's not here he would be super i know he was freaking out about that so uh yeah hopefully it's real just for his sake yeah, um, maybe
1: we're both pretty big dishonored fans so i know that yeah, him. yeah i gotta being go here. back and
0: play those at some point whenever there's a in gaming yeah, he's my dishonored brother yeah and then the license ip yeah could be that star wars thing i think it'd be very smart for xbox to i guess this wasn't even an xbox decision considering this before they purchased them but i think it'd be very smart for xbox especially with them wanting a huge amount of game pass subscribers to get a license game going some single yeah. player sort of thing you know in the vein of spider-man over at you got to work with or something like that yeah, I, and I mean, we saw from these documents as well. That's one thing. They were uh, heavily interested in purchasing WB games, right? So, um, which I know there was those rumors a couple years ago that WB games was trying to sell off. So, um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think we even theorized at the time that Xbox would be a good partner for that. But it seems yeah. like that's kind of off the table now in purchasing WB games, especially with the success of uh, Hogwarts Legacy and stuff, right?
1: Yeah, it seems like they're not maybe as dire as they were like they three were, years ago. Yeah yeah so it feels like yeah hogwarts is probably really keeping them afloat yeah. um which is actually really interesting yeah and yeah that's uh that's pretty much all the big stuff
0: from the, the xbox leak good little leak biggest gaming leak yeah. of the year probably
1: yeah i mean probably what is this the biggest leak since the nvidia leak yeah probably right ar- right up there with right that. around There's also
0: a whole bunch of mobile stuff that are, uh, you know, just. No one cares about mobile. Yeah, no one cares. (laughs) Just unannounced projects going on over there. But yeah, it's a big leak. I think uh, I saw a funny tweet from someone, someone in the games industry that was just like, oh, everyone's freaking out over (laughs) Xbox having a mid-gen refresh, Bethesda doubling down on their popular IP and a, a, a new console coming out from xbox in 2028 that's it. <laughs> and it was like yeah that's that's really it yeah it's like all stuff we all could have predicted right so uh yeah,
1: yeah. nothing too surprising we didn't even uh, even talk about this real quick we, the 2028 just seems perfect like that is just what every game it, uh, these past two generations have been seven to eight years so yeah. that just makes sense yeah makes
0: complete and utter sense so yes continuing on then with the news um, we don't have it in here, but the Xbox Tokyo Game Show thing happened. Yep. Uh, what what all came out is Octopath Traveler 2 is coming to Xbox early next yep. year. early next uh, year. Like a Dragon, The Man Without a Face, and Like a nope. Dragon Ishin. No, that's not it. The Man <laughs> no, Without a Name. Like a Dragon, died in the man Samantha without a name. His name. <laughs> the erased his name. <laughs> he didn't have a man face had at had one face. point. <laughs> uh And Like a Dragon. What's the other one? Uh, Ishin. Ishin. Yeah. Ishin. The one that came out uh, earlier this year in like February. Mm-hmm. Those are both coming to Game Pass. Uh, the man who erased his name will be out day one on Game Pass. Yeah. I believe it's November sweet. 9th. Is there anything else that, that came out from that? that was like?
1: uh, there was the the, the, the new Swery game. The new is uh, directing and writing. Uh, writing was that announced writing. at the Xbox show? Uh, it was announced at Tokyo Game Show. It was at the Xbox show. So I assumed oh, okay, that then. that was one of the first places you'd see it. Yeah. Um, Uh, Yeah, I think it's called Hotel Barcelona, I think. I. I, I, didn't tell me the name. (laughs) I couldn't find it. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, I think it's called Hotel Barcelona. It looks really cool. looks very goofy and very sweary. So uh, I think it's coming out next year. So, yeah. Cool.
0: All right. More games next year.
1: More games. We should have more Tokyo
0: Game Show news next week, I believe. So I think uh, Square will be doing a conference and all that stuff over the next week or so, so. Who knows? Give me a Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer. Please. Just a random one. No date or anything. Else. More feet. Just more feet. More feet. That's all we need. Uh, next up, then, Daniel. Sony held a PlayStation State of Play last week Thursday.
1: We are going to go over it. Daniel, what did you think of the State of Play? That's uh, fine. Yeah. Really only one trailer worth it out of the whole thing, for the most part, for me. And the rest of it was just kind of, I didn't, it didn't really feel necessary. It didn't really feel like a lot new except for got a little bit more Spider-Man and got a new Rebirth trailer, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I liked
0: it. You know, I think uh, they did a good job with uh, keeping expectations very low, considering they just announced it the day before that there would be a state of play. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's always best to do that that way, I think. You know, just kind of no expectations. Don't let people theorize for a long time. Don't sit on it for a long time. Don't hype it up too much. And yeah, that's what we got. It's just... uh, you know i think they're they are contract they're contractually obligated to do these type of things sometimes Definitely. so uh with these partners yeah yeah with these partners so i think they just kind of have to put this stuff out and i thought it was pretty good we got some good trailers i like a lot of them so uh yeah let's go
1: over it yeah real quick they said third party direct and then they showed spider-man they did come on Superman. come on they did like
0: Spider-Man. don't do that because you're, you're
1: just playing with everyone because then playing, everyone's playing my emotions. every time there's a a state of play everyone's going to be like oh they said third party but remember the one where they showed spider-man maybe they'll show whatever they'll show ghost of shima 2 at this one you know it's like uh, don't do that yeah <laughs> just say it's yeah third i guess you are kind of setting up
0: part. expectations there huh exactly yeah, yeah. uh first game they showed off them baby steps some uh new vr game where you you walk around really weird <laughs> this is a, a, a funny trailer
1: yeah, have you? Have, did you remember this guy's? His, the other guys? Game, the what, what was the name of that game? The this is Bennett Foddy, who's making this. So it's really goofy, and it's got a goofy style or whatever. But it was that game where the guy's sitting in the pot with the hammer, and you're like trying to get up. Is it getting up? Oh yeah, game? yeah,
0: yeah. I remember that. Um, you had like a pickaxe like that.
1: or some shit. Yeah, like that. yeah. You're like yeah, going yeah. up and up and like this is this is that guy. So
0: um, yeah, a lot of like, these type of games are just like they seem like they're just meant. To for twitch streamers you know <laughs> and like just to have people laugh at you when you're when you're playing it yeah. you know it's uh so i get i get the appeal but uh i don't know not
1: typically something not i don't really think it. this was a great trailer to be honest
0: i thought it was funny especially when he said fuck. Some... i was like where did that come from
1: yeah it was definitely a, fu- a funny trailer i just don't think it was a very good trailer
0: sure yeah i just don't think the game's gonna be good <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it'd probably be just goofy to to like like
0: why do you want to have a hard time walking while you're playing a game you know because it's goofy because it's goofy all right whatever i guess uh next game then uh they showed off ghostbusters rise of the ghost lord a new vr game uh in the ghostbusters universe there you go
1: still supporting vr which is a good thing but man vr seems very dire
0: yeah yeah uh you know, it's a good thing they're showing off their VR stuff, I guess. But uh yeah, I don't until they get something first party, I'm not really gonna care too much, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh next then Resident Evil Four is getting DLC. Uh Resident Evil Four separate ways. The uh Wong DLC uh well, is already out out. Out today, 801 On, excuse me, there you go, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever. Ada, Ada, who cares? <laughs> uh, yeah, this was a DLC that was already made back in the day, I guess.
1: I, I never heard of this before, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, this was this was on the original game, had this DLC. I never yeah. played it, but
0: must have been like a first DLC thing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, um, like one of the first yeah, ways, was definitely was early DLC. for DLC, but... yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's like this in the uh, Oblivion Horse Armor, right.
1: The horse
0: armor <laughs> that horse armor broke ground so let me tell you uh any interest in this stuff not really no i like I'll probably this.
1: I'll probably like wa- watch watch some of it just to kind of see what the new stuff is for it but I generally don't play dLC so apparently it's seven chapters I'm like I don't know that's pretty lengthy it's like, a decent chunk yeah for... that's
0: a decent chunk i I, yeah. I plan on playing this I don't know when but uh I'll play it at some point why not
1: I think if I remember, it takes place mostly on the island. She's yeah, doing a lot on the island. It, it seems like Actually. it's
0: like um, at the same time as Resident Evil Four is taking place. So there's just all the stuff Ada was doing. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll check that out at some point. Um, then we got another trailer for Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora.
1: Daniel, how are you feeling on this game? Yeah, honestly, I still don't know what to feel about this game. Yeah. I love Far Cry so much, and. Like it seems cool. I like the world of Avatar. I still need to see the second movie. i um, have amazing. Yeah, it's on HBO, but yeah, I don't know. I need to see more. Maybe wait for some reviews to really decide if I want to even play it. Sevens and eights. I'll tell
0: you right now. Uh, yeah, I think this game looks pretty cool, actually. Uh, obviously it's just Far Cry with an Avatar skin, so I'm like, eh, I'm down with that. That that sounds fun to me. I like flying on those little creatures. That
1: sounds wish it was third person, but yeah
0: yeah i don't really mind the first person aspect you know that's uh yeah i can see either
1: third person i want to see flying. my blue
0: person you want to see your your little blue yeah. person you want to yeah. look down on the humans when you're fucking exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> stop on these little people <laughs> uh yeah i uh i might pick this game up we'll see we'll see probably wait for review like you said uh them getting got another trailer for ghost runner 2 coming out in october
1: Game looks really cool, but I don't know if uh, I'm gonna even have time to even check it out. Yeah, I didn't really beat the first game. That. I liked, I like, I like the first game. For, yeah, I didn't either. I, I only played a couple levels. Yeah, but, but we uh, have Neon White now, so we don't need it. Good point. Good point. Give this game's not gonna be better than Neon. Let's do that. White. Let's do that instead. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, it's not better than Neon White, and we haven't even played it yet.
0: Then they announced the deep earth collection which is just uh new colors uh for the controllers and pane- panels of uh the the,
1: the playstation 5. And that red sets. looks about the same as the other red
0: <laughs> yeah. so it's red blue and silver good colors i like the silver yeah silver's cool uh then we get on the trailer for hell divers 2 and release date of
1: uh february 9th 2024. This trailer did not do this game justice because I think there's a lot that looks cool about this game. Like, I think the first game had a lot of charming with its top-down perspective and, you know, being multiplayer and stuff. Like, I played a decent chunk of that first game, like, at least three- to four-player co-op, uh, and we just had we had fun with it. Um, we didn't really, like, get that far in the game. But um, having this type of perspective, I don't know if it's going to work completely for the game, but, it, like, I'm interested to see what if this game is good. Uh, but I, this trailer just felt weird. Like, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling kind of the vibe of the trailer. I don't really know if I like kind of the fake people talking and all that. I don't know. It just doesn't. Uh, this is not a. It, it just. I don't think it was a very
0: cover me i'm russian b <laughs> yeah yeah <it's
1: laughs> this right is right one right. of those yeah not my type of game i've
0: like really no interest in playing this especially after seeing that trailer but uh you know delayed out of 2023 uh interesting probably good I, for the game yeah i was gonna say good choice because uh coming out in october or november when you're hell divers 2 that's not that's not gonna go well for you so uh yeah good choice to delay ga- the game out of the year i think so uh if yeah. for sure,
1: like may- april or may or something
0: yeah uh next then we got another spider-man 2 trailer it's uh gotta be one of the last trailers we're getting probably not actually we got a whole month so they'll probably release a new trailer every goddamn week with this game uh daniel i did not watch this trailer i uh skipped this you didn't no, I'm good, man. I'm not. I'm not watching Spider-Man Two trailers. I'll, I will wait for the game.
1: Did you not watch this whole thing? I just assumed you watched the whole thing. <laughs> I fast forwarded through this. Part. Oh, okay. So I was like, hey, I'm not. That makes nah, sense.
0: I'm good. Honestly,
1: I'm good. this this might have been their one of their better trailers, but like, it's just I don't know. I know that they feel like they need to keep showing things. Again, this is a third party direct, and it's just stuck out. Even though I think it was a good trailer, but um. Yeah, I mean I'm already gonna get the game. Like, I'm not I guess they try to get more people, but like I don't know who is watching this that wasn't already going to play Spider Man.
0: They're not. I mean the the whole point of the Spider Man trailer is to upload it online after and then and then casual people that don't watch yeah. state of plays watch it after. Yeah, so it really is pointless to put in the state of play. But I get it. It's their big fault game. They're just gonna throw as many trailers as they can in that. They're gonna try to hype this up as much as possible. And yeah, I'm very excited for the game. So I don't really need to see more. I don't really want to know about the story and stuff. So uh, yeah, Spider-Man 2 went gold yesterday. so coming out in a month. Uh, yeah. Next then, we got Tales of Arise. I believe this is DLC called Beyond the Dawn.
1: This is DLC for sure. But yeah, it's, it seems sure. like a very big DLC. Lengthy expansion. Yeah, okay. big then expansion.
0: Then we get on the trailer for Honkai Star Rail, which I think is coming out next year sometime. Early next year. Uh,
1: them. It, well, it's coming out to PlayStation this year. I think it's already out.
0: Oh, is it already? I don't like mobile. or it's something? it's PC Maybe mobile already. Uh, I think I'm thinking of that Grand Blue fantasy
1: game. Or yes. Like I don't yes. know. I get these all confused. There's a few. There's a few of these games that look kind of similar, but th- this game uh is it, it just got the, it's play this it, the, whatever the date is. I forget the date is the PlayStation release.
0: Okay. Cool. And then we got another trailer for Foam Stars. <laughs> uh, no release date or anything yet daniel i know you gotta be hyped for
1: foam stars dude you don't even know <laughs> i'm so ready, ready for foam stars let's, go. Yeah, let's go let's foam- go foam Foam uh, connor i want you to foam all over me you know i'll foam
0: all over your face right into your left eye all right continuing on
1: <laughs> you took further than i did <laughs>
0: mm, yeah probably uh and then the last thing we got a brand new trailer for final fantasy 7 rebirth and a release date of february 29th 2024 daniel are you fucking hyped
1: you don't even know. I <laughs> <You laughs> don't even that know. That went dude. through my veins when I watched this fucking trailer. Daniel. As much as I said that this state of play was kind of whatever, this was definitely the best trailer. That it was all worth last it year, because of this last trailer, week. Daniel. Yeah, last week, like, you know, we got the Nintendo Direct in this and stuff. Like, it's definitely the best trailer we've gotten in a while. Um, just insane this game's gonna be incredible it looks incredible so, dude i'm so ready they're for playing game.
0: the mini games and there was like there was like that one with the uh the original final fantasy 7 art style or yeah, whatever. they were like he was like doing the up thing yeah, yeah i don't know, I don't I don't know what, know what they was going doing. on there but that looked awesome he's riding a segway i'm like
1: i was oh, just going go. to say that cloud was riding a segway <laughs> let's go <laughs> you
0: 2024 the year of segways daniel we
1: bring in segways back <laughs> we're
0: bringing segways back can't wait can't believe Finally. it uh, February 29th, love the date. It's a great date, especially Makes considering... Yeah. Four
1: years apart?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also the, the leap year day or whatever. Uh, yeah, very yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, so it's like one of the only games that can have that date, you know, at least for a while. And uh, yeah, just so cool. I can't wait. I'm extremely excited. Probably my most anticipated game up next year, at least thus far. Uh, yeah, man, I'm hyped.
1: Yeah, it 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 looks so good. Yeah, um, it really does. I... I really love the key art. I love the because there's two pieces of key art. I sent the other one yesterday, I think, to you guys. I don't know if you saw it. So there's one key art with uh, Sephiroth in the middle and Cloud and Zack on the sides. And then there's another key art with Sephiroth in the middle. Tifa on clouds where Cloud was standing and then Aerith where um, Zack was standing. And it just looks awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man, it looks awesome. I love uh the what's his name, Red or whatever the the fucking tiger. The, yeah, the the, the dog yeah, riding tiger, a chocobo. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like all right, great. We're gonna tiger riding a chocobo. Let's go. That's yeah, great. So yeah, I'm I'm eagerly anticipating this now. Love it too, cause love that date. Just uh don't put anything around it, guys. Don't do it. What about Kate Sith? Who? What do you what do you feel was like? Is that Kate the cat? Sif? that's the cat that's the cat yeah i don't know i'm gonna have to get introduced to this cat because uh, <laughs> he was in that one scene in uh remake just the oh, started oh, screaming. <laughs> it's so odd because i never played final fantasy 7 ever it's the only
1: time you ever hear and or you just see, see that this cat. cat
0: screaming i'm like who's that fucking cat <laughs>
1: yeah if you don't know final fantasy 7 original and you see that cat you're like what is even happening right what
0: now what is what is going on um, cat we get screaming.
1: yuffie Right, they show yeah, a shot of Yuffie. Back. Yuffie's yeah. cool. I don't know. Did you you played intermission? Right? No, nah, I
0: didn't play intermission. I'm gonna have to go back and play that oh.
1: before. Yeah, it it playing as Yuffie's very fun, and like they had just some cool, interesting story stuff there. It's really short, but I definitely recommend checking it out. Yeah, probably not completely necessary. Uh, and then they showed a shot of Vincent. Yeah, the, coming out the of the guy in the the little uh coffin thing, right? Uh, yeah. uh I think that was Matt Mercer's voice. Oh, interesting. That vo- is voicing vincent Shot so they confirmed so
0: there's a bunch of previews going around now for uh yeah. for the game and uh people got to play it and stuff at tokyo game show and apparently vincent will be a lot like how red was in final fantasy 7 remake where you won't actually get to play as him but he can be part of your party or something like that so that'll be interesting as well to see yeah man i'm hyped It's uh, it's gonna be great good timing too
1: yeah i think and I, now i think this is all the full party members right at least and they're all going to be here in the second game now i'm curious like man what's this third game i know that this is already an extra step you know yeah forward, but like man what's this third game
0: gonna be yeah it's uh it's gonna be nuts man It's gonna be a hell of a trilogy by the time this thing wraps up
1: they're hinting so in this trailer they hinted at the big thing that happens in the game yeah well i believe and like they said it ends there so I don't know uh, if it's gonna happen how it happens no it's I really definitely, don't think it will. it's
0: definitely not it's uh it's probably I mean someone else is probably gonna die I'd imagine I mean I think I know who it's gonna be Tifa you think no no who who else shouldn't be here I mean who else I don't know you tell me I didn't play original Zach oh you think Zach dies there oh interesting
1: I'm yeah I wonder. Keep they yeah, also I
0: mean, said there's a whole zach chapter so i guess we're gonna see how he ended up
1: living it's uh very interesting you know yeah i they're gonna show a lot yeah they're gonna show a lot show Like a lot. it looks like you get to play a sephiroth right in that yeah. opening because that's like the, the there's like a flashback in, part of the game where you like you go and so does like that go, mid- go
0: back to crisis core time kind of that no. same mission in crisis core so what no
1: so this is this play is final
0: fantasy 7 this right? is in between. Okay. This
1: is in between. So this was there was like a mission that they would go and do, and like, um, this is when Clouds like did that. His town gets burnt down that he talks about. Yeah. This is that that mission. Okay.
0: When kind
1: of loses it a bit. A bit. Yeah. He is.
0: <laughs> oh boy. All right, yeah, can't wait. February 29th uh, next early next year is looking great, man. I mean, let's continue on with that, shall we? Uh, uh, like a dragon. Uh, our next news story, like a dragon, infinite wealth has received the release date of January twenty eighth, twenty twenty four. There's also two new trailers, uh, one story trailer and then one gameplay trailer. So you can go catch that right now. They did their own uh, yakuza live stream that they like to do. I forget what they call them exactly. Uh, they do their own little directs over there uh and yeah they announced the release date of this uh daniel earlier than i thought i was thinking like march april for this game but uh no this will be kicking off the year at least for me thus far for for new games in 2024
1: yeah i can't maybe you can correct me because i uh, my brain is just not there there's there are there were like i i i remembered it yesterday and now i can't remember it today there are three games in that january that i wanted to play it was in january because yeah, I know was... Persona 3 Reload is February 3rd. Yeah, no, yeah. it was p- Prince of Persia, this. Oh, yeah, Prince of Persia. Is it Tekken?
0: Oh, Tekken, you're right. Tekken's the same date it? as this, actually. It's the
1: same day, okay. Yeah. So, so, okay, I, my brain's still here. Uh, so, yeah, like, but this is the big game. Come on now. Like, Tekken, yeah. I could just p- play and pop in. It's just like a Street Fighter, you know? Um, and then Prince of Persia, I'm not sure. I, I want to play it. Uh, I might just, you know have it in the background find a time to play it um you know maybe after these first few months but like this game is like move out of the way that's all i gotta say
0: move out the fuck away, daniel you you'll be so happy to know how happy i was watching this trailer <laughs> like i was <laughs> just go. stoked i was just <laughs> stoked watching the trailer i was like let's go like i'm so excited for this uh they confirmed it takes place in hawaii that's fucking awesome yep. i think that's so cool like uh a little, a little saddening that we're uh, leaving Japan, I guess, for the game. I wonder if you go back at least for this game or something like. Yeah, um, at least for this game, so I guess they do have plenty of games in Japan, so it's not that big a deal. But it's uh... funny,
1: we're in two different positions because you watched the the gameplay trailer and I watched the story trailer. Yeah. So I'm gonna go back and watch the story, uh, the the gameplay trailer. I'll tell you that. Uh, it looks like some of the beginning is them there and Kamuro- like maybe they're in Yokohama. I don't think they're in Kamurocho. They're in probably Yokohama, and then they coming over yeah to, to hawaii so you'll probably start in yokohama and then get there. i know
0: they said the main synopsis of the game is he's going to find his mom he's
1: yes gone. yeah he's gonna find his mom uh thought, pretty much did they say she died or something
0: or got killed Because she was a prostitute right
1: uh and then what'd she do I, well, did she just I, abandon him? Was, I can't remember exactly she abandoned him but yeah. i think a lot of that was more of I i could be a little wrong i think a lot of that is like he, they, he doesn't really know much about his mother, and like maybe it could be like you know, bending the truth about who she was and stuff. Mm, That's what okay. I'm gonna guess. That it's probably that probably wasn't true, sure. Um, so yeah, they're gonna, he's gonna go try to find his mom. Kiryu's there. I don't want to say any spoiler things about Kiryu or yeah. you know what's happening and anything like that because you haven't watched the story trailer. Uh, Kiryu's there, there's a reason why he's there and helping. Oh, he has a reason as well, okay. yes. I didn't know if he they, was just
0: like part of the crew now and he was just
1: gone. He, he is uh and it doesn't so his squad is if you remember we theorized okay when they had the teaser they're like both playable right it's like oh is so Kasuga is going to have his crew that you normally have and then is we were talking is is Kiryu going to have Daigao, Saijima and Majima Yeah. like is that going to be his four it does not seem like that okay uh, they showed them in the story trailer all three of them were in it seemed like it was in like Kamurocho or something so there might be a, a few with him meeting them. But they're at least in the game. I don't know if those three are actually going to be. Who knows? Uh, but everyone else is coming back. Uh, they show, like, Nanba, Adachi, Saikao, or Saika. Or how, you remember her name? Uh, yeah, I mean, I probably pronounced Yes, yeah, Saki, Saki, Saka. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. All three of them are back. Zhao's back. Uh, Ju, Jugi Han is back
0: yeah they even had the girl that was like the leader of the other yes gang. yeah the, she's uh, back okay
1: it was everyone <laughs> and then Just they like have because they, they were they, it looked like they were doing like so if you look at the key art which is really cool key art it was like side by side headshots of both of them yeah and then four characters on each side uh and then on kasuga's side there's two like new characters there's like a dude with glasses they, i guess he meets there in hawaii and then there's the other and then there's like another girl i guess they meet in Hawaii i don't remember their names because they're they're just new characters but yeah
0: yeah very excited from what i saw in the gameplay trailer it looks very fun there's a lot of cool new mini games uh riding the bike they did karaoke stuff in that trailer and stuff like that so i'm really interested in all that and then just, just being exploring around hawaii that sounds really fun to me man like that's yeah. aw- what an awesome setting you know what i mean can't wait to be freezing my ass off in january and then come home and play this you know it's gonna be fucking great <laughs> <laughs> Fucking be in hawaii i'm doing karaoke over there that's gonna be awesome and uh yeah i just can't wait to see this story continue and what they're going to get up to each final yeah. and all that, love it yeah i'm so glad you're in yeah i'm i'm 100 can't wait to kick off the year with this now just don't give me anything else they already have persona 3 in february 3rd so i'm gonna have to play that that's gonna time. be yeah that's gonna be in the background for me um bye bye. but yeah i just kind of want you know give me a good month long to play uh infinite wealth and then uh roll right into ff7 Earth. yeah, yeah the, that's a, that sounds like an awesome time yeah it does Uh, Our next news story, then. Where do we want to go? Let's talk about the layoffs. Uh, Ascendant Studios, the studio that recently released Immortals of Avram, has unfortunately laid off about half its staff, uh,
1: citing poor sales of the game as the reason. Daniel, fortunate news. Yeah, this happened right after we finished the show last week. Like, literally. I think it might actually might happen right while we were doing the show. Um... Yeah, this this sucks. Um seems like the studio is still existing and they're still going to work on this IP is from what I've gathered, for, I, I think the, the studio head said. Uh, it just sounds like the scale of everything that they were doing was way too much. Um, and it just didn't have... didn't review incredible. It reviewed pretty well, uh, but it didn't sell well. They wanted probably better reviews and to sell better, so I guess they just had to... Um, cut a big chunk of their studio and it kind of sucks uh very quickly after this game was released too so maybe they kind of already saw the writing on the wall coming out uh when it was when it released you know yeah
0: yeah very unfortunate because it's just like man we get so few new ip and like new studios trying new things and it's just like man you see why we get so many sequels and live service games and ip games and stuff like that because it's just like remakes remakes all that because it's just like if you're gonna take a gamble on a new thing a new ip with a new studio you better come like correct and this better be like a 10 out of 10 game because it's just like if not you're gonna get left behind and buried in the dust especially with the release schedule we've had this year and just like think of when this game came out came out right at the end of august right came out right next to armor core you came out right before starfield you came out right before all the big fall rush and all that stuff where people probably saving their money for spider-man 2 or mario wonder or whatever right so it's uh it's just so hard to, to to get in there, and I heard this game is pretty good too. Colin Moriarty's like champion this game. He like fucking loves it. I, I don't, don't understand he, why. It, he's yeah, doing as
1: much. Yeah, I
0: mean he's doing. I don't know. Maybe he just really like the game, and uh you know yeah. it looks fun from what I've seen of it. You know I don't know if it's something I'd ever even even play. I mean, if it was on a subscription service or something like that, then I check it out. But uh yeah, and, and if we just weren't flooded with great games right now, right? Uh, it, it probably would be something I would check out. But uh yeah it's just unfortunate man it just really shows like it it just tells you why all these companies just double down on you know like we were saying sequels remakes and all that right yeah yeah um but also too like ea you have the money to keep the studio open and keep them going like if ea liked the game themselves right then then you'd figure they'd be able to keep that afloat for as long as they wanted right so hopefully that's why they didn't
1: shut them completely down
0: yeah hopefully the studio gets to move on and do something right so uh who knows? They'll probably just be uh, a battlefield support studio soon or something. Unfortunately, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, this, the
1: the head the head was uh, from Sledgehammer. Yeah, I mean, he was a Call of Duty guy, so yeah, maybe maybe they'll try to keep maybe do a shooter or something. Yeah, uh, scale it down just a
0: bit. Let's stick with uh, some layoffs then and whatnot. Uh, striking Distance co-founder Gwen Schofield and multiple others uh, are reportedly leaving the studio after just putting out Clista Protocol last year. Daniel, more, uh, it seems like these guys are willingly leaving, maybe? Doesn't necessarily say laid off here, but uh, yeah. obviously not good things going on over a Striking Distance either. Are they, are they owned
1: by anyone? Crafting
0: or something like that? Oh, something that's right. Weird.
1: Yeah, it, it was yeah. something weird. It's like is that like a Korean like thing maybe something
0: like that are they Where the are they guys from? that like own they own something big I can't yeah. remember Do they own like
1: part of the league or something Well, that's Riot That's Riot yeah Yeah I can't remember what yeah, these they guys own they own exactly. something too yeah you're yeah. right Um yeah it's interesting I did not expect Glenn to be the one to go
0: Yeah he was a co-founder of the studio so that's yeah. uh, very odd for him to leave It kind of seems like yeah. that studio is completely broken without him you would think right yeah very interesting choice i don't um and again another i I mean much like immortals like avrium this is a lot like that it's uh this uh, seemed to do much better than that sure maybe not critically critically they're around the same but um yeah so sales wise yeah i do remember this being in like cracking top 20 at least of Mm -hmm. mpd and stuff like that so i think it did probably sell a little bit better than that but not enough to keep it going i guess you know again another game that they just poured money into whoever owns these guys and a, a, another new IP, another new single-player thing that just unfortunately didn't succeed as much as they needed it to. Yeah, yeah. And I was really hyped for that too before it came out. You know, I was really I excited. And it was a shame, is a uh, you know, I didn't vibe with the game all that much either. So I'm not that surprised. But uh, you know, I liked the game. I thought it was decent. As a, uh,
1: I would have loved to seen what they could have done with a sequel, right? No, that's what I was gonna say. They, they there was a lot there, especially like visuals and like audio, like. Like they they had a lot of good stuff there. Yeah. Like Interesting world,
0: you know, like you yeah. can really fill that world out. I listened to that whole podcast thing that, that they did. Remember that? Uh, that was awesome. that
1: was awesome. Yeah, that dude. was fucking that was great. So...
0: They should have made that the story of the game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that, so that would've worked good. out
0: way better because that was that thing was fucking awesome. Yeah, but, Jeremy
1: uh, Irons. Yeah. Uh, awesome voice, you know Sam Fisher, and then it had um what's her name from Game of Thrones. Yeah, the uh I, I can't remember her name now either. But uh yeah, I, uh, the 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 plays Brianna Tarth. Yeah, there you go. That's Brianna character. Tarth. Yeah, uh, but yeah, those two, and they were awesome. Like that yeah. podcast was so good; it got me so hyped for when that came. Yeah,
0: out. really did. I remember listening to that before the game came out, and I was so excited. <laughs> and then I played the game, and I was like, "Yeah, it was that melee button, man. That whole the whole it, it the being centered around yeah. the dodging and the melee that was just yeah. an odd choice." probably should have just made it a bit more like dead space but i could get wanting to veer off and do your own thing right so yeah uh very unfortunate with this game but uh nonetheless glenn's cold though i mean oof <laughs> it's, where's he going you know it's uh sleeping with the fishes now he yeah <laughs> he sent a bunch of people sleeping now he's sleeping now he's sleeping now he, he got capped in the back of the head next up um. Let's go. I mean, we'll continue with the bad news. that multiple people at Crystal Dynamics have reportedly been laid off. Uh, this comes just weeks after Embracer Group also completely shut down Violation Games. Mm-hmm.
1: I think that they said there was an. No, it, it, it 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 sucks for anyone that gets laid off. I think they said nine people. Yeah, so it wasn't massive. Not massive, unlike, unlike you know, um, um, Ascendant Studios, um, but. Yeah, it's it sucks. It, they seem like if you look at... Because I, I, I posted two things in there. The second one was Crystal's statement. Um, so if you look at that, they, they talk more about it. It seems like they're more marketing in like that side of it. Uh, and like, I think there was one IT guy. So it seems like there's more a lot of that than it necessarily actual people developing the game. It seems like they just had to restructure a little bit and they had to kind of find some money some way, which really tells you... It's kind of trickling down from the top, Embracer all the way down, you know, and it's affecting Crystal. Really interested to see if, you know, Crystal and maybe Eidos kind of break off or something. Same with uh, Gearbox breaks off. You know, I don't know. Maybe Gearbox goes actually goes independent like we talked about or gets bought by Take-Two. Yeah, Take that's two. been rumored, right? And maybe Take-Two buys them. Like, they already have a good partnership. Oh, it makes sense, right? Yeah, and then maybe Xbox picks up Crystal, maybe Xbox picks up Eidos, I don't know.
0: Yeah, so this coming from Steven Tortilla, I'll just read that thing you posted. Uh, Embracer CEO Lars
1: Wingforce
0: uh, says, company is seeking outside investment for some projects to avoid some layouts, but also ultimately we are aiming decisions to either restructure or downsize some teams, and there will be a few cases of closures. Sounds like more to come, unfortunately, for uh, Embracer Group. What were they thinking, man? Like, what were they thinking, buying up all these teams? You know, it's just like, what, what was the end game here? You know what I mean?
1: The end game was probably a lot of passive income from what all these people were doing, and yeah. they, they were probably thinking like, similar to that kind of like Xbox mindset of like, let's buy these things and let them be. So because they were buying everything that they needed, they were buying like publishing arms, they were buying devs. They're buying a lot of stuff. They were probably just trying to make a machine that could just run by itself, and then they don't really need it to do much. And uh, I just don't think that they had the vision for that.
0: Yeah, but when you got to keep that machine running with cash endlessly, right? It's uh, and then you, you have, have to, to get a bunch sp- of projects off the ground yeah. as well. You have to do all that, and you're gonna have to. Com- I mean, completely you're gonna have to eat cash somewhere, right? Yeah, especially in the beginning, right? It's like you can't just buy these studios and expect the,
1: them to keep themselves afloat without any games being put out. Yeah, it's like they're gonna have to eat cash somewhere to keep the machine. Like, they're at some point a machine like that could keep going on its own, but yeah. you're gonna have to eat cash to fuel it first. Like, unlike um, uh, you know, like the, the, they're not in the same predicament. But like, Xbox has Microsoft. Right. Microsoft just has cash that they could just fuel everything, right? Trillions of dollars. Like, exactly. Like, Embracer doesn't really have a Microsoft-like head to to fuel that. Like lars is talking about they need some sort of it and looks that, like that looks like they're they're looking to probably be sold completely and then maybe that will keep everyone okay and, yeah you know, now that
0: i'm thinking about this as well there was that whole thing where the deal fell through with saudi arabia where they were they trying needed to get, that money what was it was it 200 million dollars or something like it was that? 2 billion 2 billion yeah excuse me yeah. so yeah way more than that they needed they needed fuel yeah they, they needed fuel and so unfortunately they didn't end up getting that from the sources they got and now this is the outcome you remember when tons of people are losing jobs
1: you remember when it happened lars was the one on like calls talking and, and people were like this man seems broken yeah because I think that he knew that that was like this is what, this is what we're, it, we're what we're getting right now is what was going to happen. Yeah, he already knew. Like if he didn't get that money, that was it.
0: Just crazy, unfortunate thing that they are they going to go and even
1: buy all these studios. You know, are they going to sell the uh the Lord of the Rings license that they just got?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's got. I mean be, I don't know who that's got to be the biggest uh, pot of
1: gold that they're sitting on, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe. I mean Gearbox might be their biggest pot of gold. I would say maybe deep silver as well it's got to be up there yeah i mean there's a whole bunch of them that they could just end up selling off yeah
0: so yeah it's gonna be very uh interesting to see in the months and years to come what uh what ends up happening to embrace group here uh continuing on then anyway, i didn't write up the unity stuff uh it, there's a lot going on we there you don't need that... to
1: talk a lot yeah i just put it in here just to kind of throw it like that we still don't have a resolution to this story yeah you know um so i didn't really want to i didn't know if you wanted to to, to talk about it at all
0: no yeah I, you know i know it it seems like the whole thing was just a really bad decision by unity and uh they're trying to sort of reverse it but not really at the same time so
1: i don't know we're gonna have to just see wait and see what happens there Do you want to see do you want to even talk about any of that that happened last week or
0: uh not not really and eh, we're kind of okay. running short can, of time to but uh on. yeah it's unity whole fuck situation they're trying to charge devs more for
1: using their engine so john riccatello has yeah. gotta go out of that studio <laughs> he's gotta be gone yeah i like, think there's just no way he stays there
0: uh so. moving on then the division three just recently got announced this morning let me click in here real quick mm-hmm um it was just like a press release it wasn't even like (laughs) yeah ubisoft (laughs) announces the division the division three with julian grigody something like that uh returning as executive producer and apparently he's the guy that is the director of star wars outlaws as well so he's moving over to division three
1: yeah so that's coming out next year so probably a couple more years we'll probably start seeing this game yeah uh yeah i'm not a big division guy are you uh not really but they can always get me sure I, I i like tom clancy games so you know it's not i like third person shooters in tom clancy games i mean you can they, i don't know i might be good who knows who knows yeah that does tell me that uh star wars outlaw
0: is probably pretty close i gotta I mean, imagine it's next year right yeah it's next year I, you know i don't i didn't know if that game was going to be like fall next year first half next year i'm expecting first half now so uh maybe yeah. april may type of game
1: yeah, I was just gonna th- I was just gonna say probably April May maybe. Yeah, right around there. That'll be cool. Can't wait for that.
0: Uh all right then. Our last news story. The video game circano numbers for the month of August have dropped. We're gonna go over them. I'm very interested. Uh Daniel. Number twenty. We'll do the whole top twenty. Uh Rainbow Six Siege, number twenty. It was 21 last month, which is interesting. So, uh, yeah, it might be some sort of resurgence. Yeah, some sort of sale. You know what? I can't wait for next month is uh, Titanfall 2 apparently having a big resurgence right now. You heard about this Titanfall 2 stuff? Yeah, a little bit. Interesting, interesting stuff going on there. Um, and then continuing on, number 19, Marvel Spider Man, Miles Morales, number 18, Gran Turismo 7, number 17, Final Fantasy 16, number 16, God of War Ragnarok, number 15, FIFA 23. 14. Elden Ring. 13. Street Fighter 6. 12. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. 11. Pikmin 4. 10. Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Pikmin 4. Hanging in there. Came out in July, so uh, it was six. I'm just
1: surprised, like that game's still holding on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty popular game. Um. Number 10. Mario Kart 8. Number 9. Minecraft. Number 8. MLB The Show 23. Number 7. Diablo 4. Number 6. Uh. The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Number five, Hogwarts Legacy. Number four, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Number three, Remnant 2. Which is I was, gonna say, I was going
1: to ask if, if, that, if that game completely fall off. No, it didn't. No. That's awesome. All the way
0: up. In, yeah, it was number one the month before, and it's number three now. It seemed like that game
1: hit that game very well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, number two, no one. Armor Core 6, Fires of Rubicon.
1: Let's go. Two. From yeah. software,
0: baby. Hell yeah. Uh, the, we'll read the year, or at least part of it, uh, after. I'm curious where that landed for the year. And then yeah. um, the new number one madden nfl 24
1: of course very sad to see of very course
0: sad to see. uh let's just scroll down take a peek at the year so madden is number six for the year already jumped way up there we'll get fifa next month too so and then Armored core six number 20 so pretty good wow, okay cracked in the top 20 right Only off the bat yeah i wonder if it'll hang in the top 20 or if it just get kicked out immediately but uh i mean we
1: got seems we like got it did a decently. still coming out yeah yeah it 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 might it, i mean it's gonna sell maybe we'll get some sales but uh, uh when it comes on sale for like black friday but
0: yeah. yeah uh i know tears of kingdom nintendo updated the numbers themselves last month so this is accurate numbers and it's at number two for the year so it didn't surpass hogwarts legacy
1: it uh, won't it's gonna be yeah i don't think call, call of, of duty, duty hogwarts tears probably
0: yeah yeah i wonder if uh you think call of duty will get a, beat hogwarts kind of like the same thing as last year with elden
1: ring (laughs) are you kidding me yeah call a game's good of course yeah it's the same yeah because i wonder what do we know what hogwarts is at right now
0: uh i don't know the exact number no okay i mean got a huge spike up with the last gen versions released. you're right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know pretty crazy that a lot of people went out and bought the last gen versions but yeah it's
1: uh, probably outpacing elden ring by by this point of its life cycle i would assume yeah Yeah, you gotta know how it was last year and like i So that might be a little harder to do for call of duty but it's call of duty i mean it it did it last year with Elden ring we didn't think it would yeah you know
0: yeah i'm right there with you probably will so uh we will see we will see that's gonna do it for the news of the week daniel let's move on to
1: what we've been playing daniel what have you been playing uh some starfield i think i'm like maybe 12 hours in or something like that Uh, i'm still yeah maybe yeah somewhere around there like i didn't get to play as much starfield as i wanted to um i'm still doing the uh um the uc stuff i'm in that faction still like i had just started it last week oh cool so i think i'm towards the end of that uh just kind of how it's going i I, i'm not too sure how far i am in it if you got
0: so there's like one achievement in the beginning for all the factions one in the middle one at the end one one once you beat it so it's like okay. I, if you got two achievements for that faction i you, think i you did tell. Yeah. yeah
1: i think i did i did so have you done the uc stuff no i haven't done the uc you still haven't yet. done it yet okay yeah. okay um because i was gonna ask you how far i am in it okay i know that i told you to do it because of that museum stuff like you yeah students... i
0: got i gotta that that's the first one on my list i i got
1: three factions
0: left actually so uh
1: okay yeah uh so yeah I think I'm towards that. I'm I'm still really liking the game. Um this this uh UC faction has been really good. I've yeah. been really liking it. The factions um, are so good, man. Yeah, I really like this faction. Um like I I have a few missions that I want to do next after I do this faction. Um I have the Mantis mission that popped up for me not oh, too cool. long ago. That's a really so, cool like, mission. Yeah, I want to get it so I can get a better ship. Yeah um this the, like i i've seen the suit and the suit looks okay but definitely want the ship uh and the, do the mission because the mission seems cool if and you then go I have...
0: into the um the basement of the constellation lodge you can i
1: got that yeah oh that, I suit, did yeah. that. yeah that's actually
0: like one of the better suits you can get in the game so if you just put that one on you, you'll already have like one of the best okay. suits yeah
1: that is what i that's what i'm using right yeah, now yeah
0: you could like stare at the crack <laughs> in between the face <laughs> yeah, and then steal so the whole suit it's hilarious yeah
1: I love that. So what I also uh, found
0: there's there's like a puddle in um I forget what the town's called the one where Sam Coe's from. Um, that is it town. neon?
1: I think that's from. No, Phoenix. it's not
0: neon. It's um it's like the old school cowboy town sort of. Oh okay. Uh, yeah, I can't remember the town name. But if you stare at this puddle that's outside of a shop you can take the whole shop's inventory what <laughs> you just look at the what puddle for some reason about? there's a glitch and like into the puddle is the whole shop inventory <laughs> and it doesn't count as stolen merch either so you could just go there and take all the inventory sell it all come back the they next day do this? it again no not yet
1: <laughs> it's oh hilarious. my god it's i love that yeah that is awesome how does that work <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just so funny it's like a g- so cool. it's like a good amount of distance away from the shop too you know it's like
1: down the door and like just to the left a little and you got to walk down an alley it's like all right cool that's amazing yeah um so i have yeah i have the mantis mission then i have the mission for my house that i don't know what it, oh it. yeah i didn't do that perk yeah so like it says dream home there i don't know what the mission is i didn't really read it so I want to go and look at my house. Like, I know I have to pay it off. I think it's like a hundred thousand or 120,000 credits or something like that. It's that Um, much really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Something like that. And like, it said something about, you know, you, you make payments every week or something like that. Yeah. And I I haven't noticed like, it
0: just pops up. So for the parents one, I know it's, you got to give your parents money for some reason. It just pops up once, once I don't know. I don't know what the cycle is exactly. Well, every once in a while it's watch you gave five hundred credits to your parents. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah, okay. I haven't
1: noticed that for the house, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to go look at my house, see, see that. Uh but yeah, that's that's basically what I've done in Starfield. Uh, um Sarah, uh would want to keep wanting to talk to me all the time. Yeah. Like we're in the middle of this UC mission, and I'm like <laughs> Sarah, we have more important things right now. <laughs> hey, I'd love to talk
0: sometime, you know?
1: That's all they yeah, say. I'm we're just like, like okay. There was, so a part of this UC stuff, we go to Mars, and I'm, we're, like, hopping between these two points, and we're just it, it were taking a while to get there, because, like, I'm encumbered. And I'm like, she's like, oh, I want to talk. Like, Sarah, we have spacesuits on. We're in the middle of space. You want to talk not, right not now? Not now, Sarah. Shut not up. Now, That's why I Sarah. take
0: Vasco sometimes, because I'm just like, all right, these people are Does he never want to? No, he, never he talks. Is... Vasco has no emotions. <laughs> he doesn't want to sit there and have conversations. It's like, all right, you guys need to shut up. I'm taking Vasco. <laughs> uh,
1: and then, um... oh, I. Have... when do you get that other cool girl that apparently is like one of the more interesting companions?
0: Oh, um. I forget her name, like andreja and, or something yeah, like Andrea, that. Yeah, Andrea. something like that. She's supposed to be that. really yeah. cool. Um, pretty, pretty soon in in the main mission part. Okay. Yeah. Do a couple I wanna, more. I want to see her the main missions. Yeah, she's a really cool character.
1: Yeah, I want to. I would her say story.
0: all the members of Constellation are really well done. Actually,
1: I really only know Sarah so far.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I really like uh, Barrett. Um. Yeah, Samko is actually a Barrett really, seems cool.
1: Really well done character as well. too yeah, they really went all in with the Constellation members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do a lot of their missions uh and then the other game that i've been playing i think i'm a little i'm i'm definitely halfway because there's an achievement for it but I'm, I'm i'm did a few chapters after is mortal Kombat. nice um i did like a big chunk of it uh on tuesday i wasn't sure if it came out tomorrow or if it, it came out on tuesday It came out no? tuesday so... well it came out that early access on friday oh, if you gotcha, paid gotcha. the the premium edition you can get it for the few days early and then it, yeah it came out tuesday Uh, yeah, man this game looks incredible, like, like, this is a big budget game. They put a lot of money in this game, uh, but it is just fun and they, they like really like slow you into it in terms of the story. Like I won't spoil anything, but like you start the game with like Kung Lao, right? Uh, and if anyone knows Kung Lao, you know, he's got the hat with the blade, like he doesn't even have that. And a lot of his moves are just basic dude fighting. So like the first few fights you do, you're just Kung Lao just doing stuff like he doesn't have his his like hat teleport or like he's not like throwing his hat, you know, and stuff like that. Like he just doesn't have those moves. Um even when you get to Raiden like spoilers for like 11, like Raiden isn't a god anymore. Um I mean the whole world's technically rewritten, reboot rebooted because of Liu Kang, so Raiden's just different. Like, you don't even have his electric powers, you know? Like, he feels different right in the beginning. So they kind of eased a lot of that in. Um, And, uh, yeah, I'm really liking where the story's going, but not sure kind of where the end game is going to be. Sloan has already beaten the game. Uh, He beat it this weekend, and uh, he said that, like, the ending's pretty wild, and it really sets up Mortal Kombat 2. So I'm very curious what he means by that. Yeah. How long is it? Um, probably five hours. I would assume. I mean, it's kind of how most of them are. Yeah, five to six probably. Uh, depending on you know how if you have to redo these fights and stuff, what difficulty you do. I'm sure you could do it in in easy mode and you know breeze through them and stuff. Um, it's really cool to see a lot of these characters because it is a reboot of the world. See these characters kind of slightly different and changed. Um, but still kind of keeping a little bit of who they are. You know, like uh. Scorpion and Sub-Zero in this game are brothers, which is not the normal Mortal Kombat lore. Um, they're both part of the same clan, which is not the lore. Um, the Sub-Zero, is he is Bihan, han He is the original Sub-Zero. But I forget the, uh, the Scorpion's name, but he, this Scorpion is not like the Scorpion that we know, which is Hanzo. Um, he has a different name, which his name is actually a, the, the, other, the other Sub-Zero, the main Sub-Zero. Like the good sub-zero is his name is he is Scorpion in this game. Does that make sense? Yeah. So he is the Scorpion and he is he is the brother. Uh and if you know anything kind of about Bihan and his story, like this other brother takes over as the mantle of sub Zero. Bihan ends up dying and then becomes Noob Cybot. I'm sure you know Noob Cybot. He's the He's like the black dude that has the clone guy. Oh, okay, gotcha. You ever seen him? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that guy, that's Bihan. Bihan was the the classic original Sub Zero, that just is the evil guy. He kills Hanzo and he kills Scorpion and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, but they kind of just mixed up the whole. They're the mixing whole thing, a little huh? bit, yeah, yeah. Like Sonya's not in the game; she's a cameo character. Like Jax is not in the game; he's a cameo character. Kano is not in the game; cameo. Character so they they you could do like the calling moves with them if you if you have them unlocked and stuff but uh like they're doing some interesting things where they're they're really kind of pacing these characters and how you're in in kind of their relationships and it's a little different uh you know like Liu Kang isn't the chosen one he's he's the god figure he's the Raiden figure now mm-hmm. right they kind of made Raiden kind of be the chosen like champion of Earthrealm a little bit um yeah just they they're changing a little bit. So are you like, are you into all these changes? Like, do you do you like the direction they're going? Yeah, I mean, I I, I would like to see where it is at the end to know yeah. exactly how it comes together. But I'm cool with all, some of the changes. You know, like sure. it is a reboot, and the interesting thing that makes it like, mm, like, what are they really doing here? Like, like I don't want to say too much spoiler stuff for this game in particular yet, and so, you know, I haven't even beaten it. But like, how everything happens is like, there's only like two characters that know that the universe is rebooted and know what's happening. Oh, so there's kind of like a meta approach to it too. At that. Exactly. Yeah. Like number one, Luke Kang, because he won in 11 and he became the keeper of time and rebooted everything. Right. Uh-huh. And then he gives the keeper of time, like mantle to, if you remember in 11, the Jiris guy, he's like the the big bald guy that has to do with like time and stuff. Sure. Remember him? Uh, he is now the Keeper of Time. So he kind of knows a little bit of what's happening. But, you know, he was rebooted too. So it's like Liu Kang knows everything. Like Liu Kang, he is our Liu Kang. I don't know. How nitty-gritty do you want me to get with it? You go as deep as you want. All bro. right, cool. cool. <laughs> so in Mortal Kombat, you know, 9, 10, and 11, that's kind of, you know, that was a, a new arc, a new reboot of everything. And in 11, Raiden was trying to get, like, a bunch of warriors to help beat Kronika, the big villain. So, you probably seen in the trailers for when Eleven was coming out, there was like, oh, there's like the old school versions are coming back, like the Mortal Kombat one, two, and three, Johnny Cage and Scorpion and um, Sub Zero and Liu Kang and Katana, because Liu Kang and Katana died in Ten, right? Uh, like that—that that is the Liu Kang that becomes the god, is the technically the Mortal Kombat one, two, and three, right? Like he comes back and becomes champion, so. He he knows of like beating Chronica and all that and rebooting everything and stuff like that. And it's interesting to see he knows things, but like none of what no one else does because he rebooted everything, you know, it's interesting mortal kombat and the multiverse
0: of madness <laughs> yeah that was 11 11
1: was a, was a crazy game this <laughs> is
0: fucking nuts all right yeah. oh I, d- I didn't know all that was going on actually that was really interesting actually something uh something to... i'd like to watch a detailed youtube video about this you 11's know? crazy yeah. game yeah, yeah and, and this, then there was the dlc that i nuts. didn't play yeah cool 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 all right awesome uh yeah so you probably what beat that next week i'm gonna beat
1: that yeah by Finish. the by next week i'll have that beat i, I, I could probably do that in one more session yeah and then hopefully you know hop back into some starfield cool
0: uh i beat starfield uh at least the, the main campaign thing uh yeah really interesting main story man loved it it was uh you like it good yeah it went places i just was not expecting i don't want to spoil anything but uh okay yeah it just it just went to some crazy places that like i was not expecting didn't think that this is what this game was gonna be end up being about yeah and it's just a very uh a very interesting space story i guess you know it's like it's hard to even call it space honestly by the time you beat it it's just uh i don't know what you're talking yeah, dude, about <laughs> it, it gets trippy like it just really goes to some places that i just was not expecting i think it's uh i think this might be Bethesda game studio's best main story honestly the more I that's think what about i hear it. so yeah I, like uh, I really think it is yeah it's just uh it's just very interesting and then so yeah then there's the whole new game plus thing that everyone talks about and like why you should get the new game plus and stuff like that i see I see the want to get the new Game Plus and why why you would want to do that. and But uh, ultimately, I do not think it's worth rushing through the main story and, and doing all that stuff and just kind of skipping the way you should play the Game Studios games, which is just to do whatever appeals to you at the time. Yeah, and, whatever's like, drawing factions, you. Stuff like that, yeah. Ultimately, I think it's more of a hey here's an awesome reason to play the game again you know eventually or something like that which uh typically a lot of the game studios fans do play the games multiple times like i've yeah. i've played skyrim probably four or five times i played fall three multiple times i played all multiple times so i think it's uh it's like a really cool reason to go back over the over the coming years and uh keep playing it again and again and it keeps it keeps upgrading so like not to spoil anything but like that one thing I don't like is that's how you upgrade your powers is like you get the second stage of that power only in the new game plus so like you have to go find it again if you got the uh the gravity one you can get the gravity two in new game plus okay which I kind of don't like I kind of wish you could get that you in just the upgrade base game. Yeah. yeah and it's just, it doesn't make any sense and it gets slightly more powerful and stuff like that and it doesn't you know I got a second power, and it didn't feel that significant of of an upgrade to the point where it's like, okay. And also, you can skip the main story in the second playthrough, and so you could beat it again without doing the main story.
1: How's that? Was that spoilery? Yeah, that's to know spoilery. I don't.
0: Yeah, I won't tell you how that works because that's spoilery. So basically, you just go. Right to but the end. that is something I wish I, I I heard from someone. I think people were a little too. uh They were trying not to spoil anything, which I guess I appreciate. But you could just. I, beeline to the end you could be lying to that you have to do certain things but you could be lying to the end you could probably do it in like two hours if in, yeah if you if you wanted to so yeah and and then but you would also have to go around and collect the upgrade to to all the powers right. so and, and i mean that would obviously add a bunch more time and uh so yeah really interesting really cool main story loved it uh i mean i probably put like 55 hours in 60 almost you know so it's uh it's a lot <laughs> it's like i feel like yeah. i'm like at the halfway point of stuff i want to do
1: <laughs> honestly because it's like oh, I got to... is there more than just the factions that you want to do
0: uh not really like that that would be the main thing but i'm sure you know with the factions i'd be exploring more and then i'd find more side quests of course that i want to do and then also i really want to get into ship building and outposts and stuff like okay. that and connecting yeah. the outposts and all that which that seems that would be a good reason to do the new game plus stuff over and over again because um you just constantly get more upgrades and you would have better and better stuff The more new game pluses you do i know it ends eventually like with your powers uh there is a limit i i don't know what the number is but there is a limit for how much you can upgrade your powers. so yeah it's uh you know it's it's cool it's cool to see but i wouldn't rush through the main story i would say i mean i'm i'm not yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't (laughs) worry about it too much you know i probably i think i'm gonna do one when i go back to it i'm gonna do one playthrough of just uh getting the powers and stuff Beat it again, and then I'll probably just live in in the third save. You know, I'll probably just keep okay. that one always. And uh, yeah, because like all your stuff goes away too. You know, like your credits yeah, don't, don't carry like... over, your weapons don't carry over, your relationships don't carry over. It's There's just... no point in that for me then. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. So it's a uh, very interesting, very cool. It's a uh, a very unique new game. Plus, I would say, awesome idea. But uh yeah, not necessarily worth rushing through the main story, like like I've seen some people suggest.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: so since I am fifty-five hours in, sixty hours in in Starfield, I decided to take a little break. Uh, I'll
1: come back to it, do the factions. I just uh, you before know, you move on, yeah. you're gonna move on. Uh, so you think this is the top ten game for you this year? Oh,
0: good. Okay. Top ten, yes. Game of the year? I don't know about that. I don't. Okay. I don't know about that. It gotta might not even it sit. gotta let it sit. You know, think about it on a while. It, honestly, it might not even be my favorite Xbox game of the year, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's you cool know what I'm talking now. about, real ones now. Um... Real ones now. <laughs> <Continue>. <laughs> but yeah, I love the game. I mean, it meted my expectations. I don't know if it succeeded or succeeded my expectations at all. You know, I don't. You just wanted a Bethesda game. Yeah, I wanted a space Bethesda game, and that's what I got. And it's yeah. fucking awesome that we have this. And I can't wait to play all the expansions and keep playing this. I'll probably play it again and again for years to come. So, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's here. It's, it's arrived. And uh, yeah, it was fucking great, man. Can't wait to see these other uh, factions, too. Because that probably was my favorite part, was the Crimson Fleet faction thus far. If okay. Down. Yeah. yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, I really love that faction. That was great. Um, So I moved on. Uh, I am now playing Sea of Stars, and I'm about okay. seven hours into that, maybe eight, closer to that uh this game's really fucking fun thus far Dana. yeah it's uh it's really cool got a very charming story at least the setup was really fun and awesome uh i'm loving the characters thus far Just like the, the there's just like an initial three-person group of characters and like their friendship and connection is just so uh so charming you know it's really cool to see and uh i'm actually loving the combat thus far this turn-based combat. i need to say I, this
1: i'm gonna say this again yeah you're, you're mr you're mr turn-based i don't now. know what happened I don't know, what happened I don't know what
0: happened uh but this game this game has a lot of cool little things with the turn-based so it's very active much like yakuza uh like a dragon was uh, yeah yeah it's uh so there's like a so you like
1: yeah are you like pressing like when you about to hit you like yeah hit and it, you get like an extra hit yeah or so like if
0: you're just doing your basic attack right you could if you hit uh you know x or whatever at the same time as they're hitting with the basic attack, it'll do a double attack, right? Ooh, so it's yeah. like, that's really cool. And then you can block as well when enemies come at you. if you That's time also, it. yeah. Yeah, that's straight out of the Yakuza. It's if you time it right at the right time, you can block it, get a little bit of less damage taken off. And then each character has like a special power as well. So like uh, Valerie, the main character, you get to choose between the boy and the girl, which one you want to play as. They're always together anyway, so it's the same story. It doesn't matter. It's just, uh, you know, one will be following you. depending on which one you choose so i chose valerie and uh her main power is like this blue kind of like boomerang thing and uh you throw it and then you have to like hit it back so you hit the enemy hit x and then when it gets back to you hit x again and it'll just keep bouncing back and forth and you can keep hitting them yeah so like it's a very active thing and then like uh uh zale i think is the guy's main name he his is like uh like a fucking kamikami ha where you like power it up and okay. you like just keep mashing x and it powers up more and more but uh at a certain point it'll go down so you got to time it at the right time and let go of it uh at its most powerful you know try to time it that way and then you get more damage it's just a really cool like active turn-based system and uh, i'm having a lot of fun with that really I like the like story thus far yeah it's the art style is so good like the, i feel like it does stuff that's like you know obviously it's it looks like a Game Boy Advance game type thing, you know? But, like, I feel like it does, like, more advanced stuff. Like, just the way, like, characters' hair, like, flows in, like, when you're walking and stuff like that. Or just, like, the way you can, like, jump off stuff. It just, like, does stuff that I just feel like couldn't be done back then with these type of games. And it just looks absolutely beautiful. The music, you're going to love the music when you check this out. The music I was going to ask, yeah. Yeah, the music is spectacular in this game. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying this thus far. I'll definitely see it through uh yeah so i'm like seven hours in i think it's like a 25 hour long game something like that so i figured you know nice
1: little thing to jump into here get in get out yeah, yeah i really like it. seeing you playing this are you are, are you still going thinking about going and finishing octopath or
0: see that's that's just so long you know it it yeah. did remind me of that when i first started it where i'm just like uh but i still got like probably like 60 more hours in octopath something like that's that. that's crazy you know? yeah. yeah it's just that game is just very long i would love to at some point but uh yeah, I mean it's just with all these games coming out, it's just that's really it's too hard much. to go back. Yeah, yeah, it's just very long. So and this is just kind of like the perfect size, you know. Right. So uh yeah, I'm loving this game this far. What's the what's the next game then? Do you have time to like beat this and play a little more Starfield? Yeah, that, that would probably be my plan. I mean, I don't I, I want to check out Mirage, you know, but um Oh yeah, it's yeah, coming that at the comes out, like in October. Yeah, and like it seems like I could definitely get through that before Spider Man hits, you know, if yeah. I wanted to. So I maybe I do that, but I still want to play Armored Core. I want to go back and get that. Boulder's Gate Three is there, but it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna start that that's right a big now. Commitment. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, the biggest commitment. That, gonna... That's huge. You know, that might be like a try that December, like, December, yeah, December, January type thing. You know, and then, uh, so yeah, it's it's I'm I'm not like really worried about anything else. You know, it's like kind of beat this and hopefully just go back to the Starfield and just beat those factions and then ride that out until Spider Man. Yeah, it sounds like a plan.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that's gonna do it for Nerd Gods podcast episode 189. Thank you so much for watching. Please remember to subscribe to us over at YouTube.com/slash Nerd Gods. You can also find us available on all audio platforms. Daniel, anything else you wanna say? Uh, make sure you share it with your grandma. Share your grandma. She loves video games. Yeah, she does. Grandma, how deep is the grandma into Tears of Stars right now? Pop super deep. Uh, she, I mean, she second playthrough. Second playthrough, yeah. She, she already on the ninth playthrough of starfield too you know <laughs> <laughs> retirement time you know you, you, you got tons of time <laughs> that's all i would do in retirement this game dude <laughs> you know, come on games all that's it that's all i'm doing all right everybody see you later bye 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 everybody